the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. I wasn't ready to start, uh, but so I just sang that song. I'm trying to not sing that song every fucking open. I like it. I do too, but I I think it's enough already. It's time to update the Good For You song, and we're going to do it at some point. I've asked Dave Grohl's daughter, Violet, to make it, and she's too successful to do it at the moment, but she will do it eventually. <laughs> she's going to out. She's, she's going to say other projects. His daughter is more successful than we are. At this They're point. giving it to an intern. Yeah. So uh, we are working on that. Um, Paris Hilton is on the podcast today. This was not a prank. She actually came to my house. It was in person. Utterly terrifying. To the unfinished home. <laughs> it was utterly terrifying. She ba- We basically lured her into a haunted house. Mm-hmm. My house is under construction. I was so worried something was going like, to fall on her head and like ruin the most uh, profitable yeah. b- b- brand in America. It, it was like a haunted house, too, because we all hid in masks and we scared her when she walked by. <laughs> well, so that was so weird. We all... There was like a weird vibe of terror when she was here. She's just... But it wasn't... Oh, I didn't she just that. I just, loved it. I loved it too. She smells so good. Yeah. She's, she's like a human cloud. She hugged she me. She floated in. She hugged me. She has the softest hair. She smells like you yeah. think she would smell. Yeah. She talks like this. Okay. Yes. She's going to get a restraining order. Let's yeah. get, uh, take it easy. But no, it was just weird. It's like, like it's just, you're, it's just, I've seen her and hung out with her so many times. There's something about having her in your house where you're just like, yeah. Why did I let you come here? Right. Like, this is dangerous. You're like, like, is this a simple life? Are you going to make fun of me? I know. <laughs> 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 She's like, I'm, I'm rebooting the symbol life. First stop is your house. She's like, a studio. <laughs> I know. I just was like, you realize how sort of dirty your house is. And un- like when she's around, you're just like, oh shit, she's going to like get a splinter she from the toilet. She puts one white glove on. She's like. <laughs> By the way. You- <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, she didn't touch anything. Uh, Thank but God. I, she, I remember because none of our bathrooms work. Only this one bathroom in this weird guest room works. And that has you, no handle. But by the way, that has no handle on it. Everyone gets locked in the bathroom. Um, we, I, I, we, I wanted to drag Grace into this and she doesn't deserve it. I set up the bathroom with a bunch of products that... I like pretended to use. Mm-hmm. I had like that. Oh, we saw like a like a Lorac like skin primer. Like I tried to like impress her with the products in my bathroom. It was very yeah. Bad. As if she was gonna. She's like none of these are my fragrance. So that's weird. I don't. <laughs> yeah, she's like, where's my she's skincare? Like, it seems like none of my products are here. So that's a little odd. <laughs> By but... the way, as if and then I put a bunch of like unused like hair and makeup stuff out. As if she was gonna need and as if she wasn't gonna be mm. so fucking beat and hot. Perfect when she got here. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. I was like, "Here's some like uh, uh, Head and Shoulders uh, anti frizz." It's like, what is all this? It's a nightmare. It's like walking into a fucking pharmacy. This is in my Arkansas. just for kids Garnier shampoo. I know. 
I was like, no tears. Prell? (laughs) Like all my products were just like so embarrassing. And I went in there like two days ago and was like, oh my God, what is all this shit? Like she must have just think I'm batshit crazy. And then you had to clean it all up. You're like, I gotta put it all back. (laughs) Yeah, And re-gift it and put it in someone's gift bag. I took a lot of it. Yeah, I know. You're like, thank God she didn't touch it. I can give it away. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) can return it. (laughs) No, I I wish she had touched it so I could put it on eBay and retire. (laughs) Um, So Paris Hilton is on the podcast uh, today. It was, I, I feel like we saw a different side of her. Yeah. I asked the most random and appropriate. So the questions were so random. So dumb. So good. But I think the people always, my deal with this podcast is yeah. I want to ask people questions that they don't ever get asked on other shows. And you did. Yeah, and well, I she did. She was not asked any of those. Yeah. <laughs> For good reason. She's like, you know I have a job. Like yes. there's like things you could ask me. <laughs> I was we're like, like, I don't know. You ever smelled bleach before? <laughs> What's that like? I was asking very rare. Because I was trying, like, I just feel like she's been so cornered as this sort of slick statuesque enigma that so I just wanted to ask her just like very everyday normal questions. Yeah, and, and yeah it was good. Yeah, and she was just sort of like, ah, eh, I should probably. The fact that they're letting us air it is shocking. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and the fact that it didn't ruin our friendship is uh, uh, doubly shocking. A uh, couple announcements before we get to a Paris Hilton. Paris Whitney Hilton. Paris oh. and Paris? <laughs> Paris and Paris. Emily and Paris? That's how it's supposed to be pronounced. We Correct. Know. Which is so funny to me that Emily and Paris, they thought Took it off. rhymed. Emily and Paris. Emily in Paris. Does matter. But it so only rhymes if you're a psychopath. Were they, just, were they only making it for French people? Didn't they we, know that we were going to make Emily in Paris? Do we, do Paris, we think, Texas? Yeah. I think that... <laughs> First of all, I thought this took place in Texas. I thought this took place in Texas. <laughs> Paris, Texas. God damn it. Another Paris show? Did this take place at the Paris Las Vegas Casino? <laughs> um, speaking of uh, casinos, uh, the tour is back on. The world is opening up. We have booked so many stand-up dates. We're right now just doing what is possible, which are smaller venues, which I find very exciting that we, I, I mean, I, yeah. don't nor, I we don't normally get to do, I do clubs when I'm building up a special and, you know, as comedians, it's like the idea is for your ego and to impress everyone, you got to do theaters and you got to mm-hmm. do the biggest venues possible. But now because those venues aren't quite open yet, they will be open in the fall. We're going to announce a ton of new dates, um, but we're doing a lot of clubs that are either half capacity, now full capacity spokaine rhymes with la cocaine <laughs> la cocaine in spokaine spokane washington um if you guys have any good cocaine let us know um because i need to be more manic um april so we we added like, what do you think we do here? we added a ton of shows but the ones that are not sold out are april 15th the late show friday april 16th at 4 p.m so for all you uh getting busted in from rehab that's your show um uh sunday april 18th at 9 30 so when you stumble out of church sober up come to the show you think people leave church at 8 8 p.m very religious people <laughs> I You think they're at a sleepaway? I'm I meant leave church as in the AA meeting that's held at a church. <laughs> oh, I was like <laughs> Not with this church of sober, Satan, these night services. Up after your AA meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Come on down to the comedy club. <laughs> so here's the big thing. The big thing is we added a ton of dates for the fall tour that are not necessarily on the website. Um, and we're going to need to name that fall tour. <gasps> I love this. So these club dates are not part of the big fall tour yet. We're going to be in San Antonio, Tejas. We had to move it to the 30th and add another show on the Saturday and early show because I'm doing... Uh, the Liza Koshy television show, 
I got asked to do that too. Where, uh, yes, I think you might be on the same episode as me. Oh. I play a narcissistic, um, like bullshit wellness guru, and um, you've worked so with your you've worked with quite a bit. <laughs> I know exactly. So it's a documentary. You've worked with quite a bit of those. Yeah, <laughs> quite <laughs> so, a few. Um, I'm going to do the Liza Koshy TV show, um, uh, and so we just we just moved the dates around. So some of you, if you bought tickets on Thursday, we're just going to move those to Saturday. And thank you for your patience. A bump during this time. Um, uh, after that, we are going to go to Houston, Texas, May 13th to 15th. Come on, Houston Improv. I love that room, and I've not done it in so long. It is such a blast. That's at full capacity, so let's, let's all let's go, go get COVID. Um, May 7th and 8th, Brea, California, which is like right outside Los Angeles. For Los Angeles people, come. All new material. It'll be worth the drive. Listen to one podcast, and you're there. Um, Dallas, Texas, May 20th to 22nd. Phoenix, Arizona, May 20th. 29th to June 3rd. Also, Houston on May 13th through 15th. I said that. I thought you well, skipped we ju- it. Well, we jumped. You oh, I jumped jump, around, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Tempe, Arizona. Ooh. So I'm going to be in Phoenix and Tempe for basically a week and a half. I'm doing CB Live May 29th to June 3rd. In Phoenix. In Phoenix. Then Tempe Improv June 4th through 6th. That's my birthday weekend. And that's why we booked this, so that I'd be out of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> She'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> and uh, Baltimore, Maryland. <gasps> yeah. Coming June 10th through 12th. Get your blue crabs ready at Magoobies. <laughs> <laughs> Reno, Nevada. This is a date from when Taylor Tomlinson, I, Taylor Tomlinson and I were touring together. And uh, we had to reschedule it so many times because of COVID. So now we're gonna like, <laughs> like in June 23rd, we're just going to do one date together, which is just so weird. Uh, and then September through Whoa. December, we are doing a ton of new dates that are not even up on the website yet. But I think they're going to happen. I think the fall is going to happen. Don't you oh, feel 100%. Good? Yeah, schools. I think schools are going to be back. I don't I think, think we're... you can put the genie back in the bottle at this point, even if things do get crazy. Yeah. You Wear know? a mask, right? Well, you can't yeah. put the genie back till you make three wishes anyways. Um, okay, well, now you're just... Semantics. Being, yeah, now this is a semantics thing. I get it. You know more about genies than I do. Um, <laughs> I want to confront you two about... Oh, uh, great. Do Shit. You no- do you notice anything different about me? Have you noticed anything different about me? In what way? Where? You didn't notice. Like physically, wise? personally? Per- yeah, what do you mean? N- no, you guys have noticed nothing different about me. I'm now... Well, um, you have yogurt pretzel stains all over I your mean, pants. That's cum... <laughs> How Ew. dare some, you think it's that's some milky thick Give cum. me some credit. That's disgusting. It's pretzels. <laughs> I mean, it's yogurt pretzels. You're wearing one earring. That's all the time. That. You know, so what's different? <gasps> your butt. <laughs> what about your Look butt? Look at your booty. I bet. What about it? You don't notice a difference. Bigger. It's voluptuous. I'm wearing my padded underwear. Bitch, you put in those two tortillas and you thought that did something? <laughs> It's you put in those, you stuffed those two tortillas <laughs> down your pants and you said, uh, I'm Onika, watch out, excuse me, starts apologizing to people for your body. Way, I'm not shy, of, I'm just too embarrassed about excuse the guys on my thigh that I got from uh, doing a weed edible uh, too early in the day, uh, which <laughs> too we'll early talk about day. at some point. Three days off the weed edibles, guys. Uh, never been uh, more clear and not stuttering as much. <laughs> that is a paper thin butt pad and you are walking around like you were Onika well, Mirage herself. Great, you are apologizing, great... excuse me, I might get to this door, guys, I don't want to take up all the room. Pardon me, pardon me. Pardon all this body out. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. I hope I didn't concuss any little people. Oh, watch with my out, giant watch out boot. guys. My hips are coming through. <laughs> but here's the thing my ass has gotten so flat during quarantine, uh, thank you to COVID and edibles, mm-hmm. um, that it's gotten so flat that even when I put on 
Un- padded underwear that's supposed to lift your butt, no one notices. That's like how the- flat it, my butt well, is like invert. There's no padding in those. There is, feel that. There is no, Whitney, what? You could have shoved that that t-shirt down there and done more. That is nothing. Okay, well I didn't want to go too well, overboard. Yeah, you have to I wanted do it to like look a- natural. Yeah. You know? So yeah. you can't tell. I wanted to look natural, did you guys notice it? But look, the <laughs> is, my butt is like too you have a nice wide. Butt. And it looks like I have two like mini vaginas on each side. No, you already oh. have a, a good butt a, a and a great butt. body. I don't know what you're talking Thank about. You, but I want a bigger butt, and then I you should get this. I'm an idiot, and I spent a bunch of money on bigger tits, and those aren't. Are those are out, mm-hmm. and butts are in. And We're going to start to go fund me for you. I know, get but you I a butt. I can't do the butt implants because you have to lay on your stomach for three months, and I got fake tits, and I can't lay on my you stomach at all. Oh shit! Yeah, it's always a down dog. You didn't really think that through. <laughs> it's always a what's this in yoga? You can a lay cobra. on your side. A cobra. Is that it? You can lay on your side. With a butt implant? I mean, I'm not really getting butt implants, but I... I but I, you could if you want them. If I want them, I could totally. I just like... You can't sit for like three months. No. Podcast. It's two weeks. Let's do a laying down Two weeks you can't sit. Podcast. And we'll get standing desks. We'll all get butt implants and we'll get standing desks so we're all oh. the same eye line. I don't want a butt implant. Okay. Well, you know what, Emily? Well, then you everyone can wants you to get one, so <laughs> <laughs> the jury has spoken. That's... It is hot as shit in it here. It is so hot. It is so hot in here. Okay, so well, hot. you're not wearing a butt implant right now. So panties right now. You, you don't know, know what I have on. Do you know? You don't know what I'm wearing. <laughs> Do you know how swampy this it's padded? So... It's like a soaking it wet. They're like two wet should, sponges. It should absorb sweat. That should be nice. Yeah. Well, it would if there was padding in it, but yeah. those are just panties. So no, they were two absorbable, uh, like, you know, the you things You should have put dish sponges down there. Like, you know the chicken cutlets that we used to have before yeah. they were like the the mushy yeah. gelatinous ones, yep. the viscous yep. ones? It's foam. It's just foam. We just have foam. That's what it is. You know it's what foam. it is? You know why you think those are padding? If I threw these away, it would kill a turtle in the ocean. You you know, think, I can't wait, get rid of them. You know why you think those, but <laughs> those underwear, you know why you think that underwear is padded? Because you're used to thongs. So you think that because it's full coverage, you have a thicker... There's just fabric touching your it's butt. It's just that's what... That How is. about that I have worn thongs for 25 years? I don't wear thongs. You should. Thongs are the only thongs ones you wear. I, 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 I would wear long johns. And I said, why? If I could. I you mean you I are can, wearing you know that I am. <laughs> you. We need to move you to thongs because I can see that the line. Oh, I, you know what? I have so the, many... Well, the long john line. I, your ankles? I, I can I, always see that line. I it have looks so like, many things to worry about and my physical appearance. My VPL is just not high What's on What's a VPL? <laughs> a visible panty line. Oh, okay. Or penis. I didn't realize it had a... But so I asked Grace to go grab me some underwear. This is how old she maybe thinks I am or how unsexy she thinks I am. I'm like, hey, can you? We were like in a super rush. I had to run to do a stand up show. We were recording. Who were we recording? Uh, Jamie Lee. Mm-hmm. And Grace sewed two doilies together and brought them in. <laughs> I was like, Grace, could you grab me some Grace underwear? Grace brought board shorts. She came back. With, it looked like just a giant ace bandage or like. Seamless, nude, hipster, green. They were skims. That's my go to. They were. Yeah, it was the cover to make sure dust didn't get on it from the construction. <laughs> I'm a pro granny panty. It was the biggest pair of underwear I've ever seen. I don't. Even, I think they were like spanks, and I love the idea that she's. This must be what Winnie wears. Grace dug up your grandmother, took her <laughs> panties off, they were brought like, them to you. I think they were spanks, uh, but yeah, but I hadn't worn full butt underwear in so long. Full butt underwear turns into a thong within ten seconds anyway. Not after if two strides. Not if you're doing it right. No, not if they're not big, if you en- got not no if they're big enough. <laughs> Too much fabric to get up there. Emily's like, Nike safety pin them to your to your skin. I just safety pin all the edges. Not if they have um, stirrups. Emily said I had mine tattooed on. Do you remember stirrup leggings? Yeah, they're still things. I used to wear those all the time. Stirrups. They were they were leggings that went down. Oh, when I was little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. 
That rude. was not that long ago. When I was legal. rude. Um, I had some other things I want to talk about. We did our ancestry test. We did. And I thought it'd be interesting for us all to, uh, uh, everyone on the team here, to give away all their data mm-hmm. uh, to the government <laughs> so that we could uh, uh, explore our ancestry. My favorite thing about paying for these is that it told me important information. Like, there's a 1% chance that you have red hair. Like, well, no shit, I own a mirror. Thank I you. also appreciated that. Also, uh, uh, Benton's dying his hair a lot these days. There's a 99% chance that yeah. his hair will be red in the next two weeks. I'm like, what? I discovered that I'm 0.4% Finnish, but my sister is not. Are so. you almost finished? It's weird because you never have finished in bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's not my problem. That's the guy. That's not a finished thing. That's, I am. Uh, that's their the problem. irony that you're finished. I'm a mayonnaise person. Uh, I am 97.2% Northwestern European. 97? I, I know. Mostly British. I mean, I'm translucent. Look Whoa. At me. I'm 91% British and Irish. I'm 65% British and Irish. What was I- the biggest surprise? 11.8% Italian. Oh, that makes oh. sense because your mom's Italian. And then I'm 10.5% French and German. Oh, cool. I'm 1.5% Sardinian. Oh, that's... You're a Sardine? I know. One of my ancestors raped you a Sardinian, I guess. You are a salty little fish. I'm 8.4% Scandinavian. That's, I, I thought into, I was all Irish. That's that stuff doesn't no. really interest me, but I love all these like weird things it tells then you. Then just say the interesting stuff. Like the this one tells you if you... This, this isn't you, an interesting thing. Make it interesting. No, I'm that's telling you. That's what we do. We make boring shit interesting. This is, tells you... One of the things on here that tells you if you sneeze when you look at the sun based on your genetics. But why is that helpful to us? Like, and let me tell you something. Try it. How do I find that, Grace? The stuff that... Oh, scientific details. Sorry. And I am less likely to sneeze when I look at the sun. I'm less likely to get bunions. By the way, anyone that looks into the sun is missing a chroma. They should just be like, yeah. if you look into the sun, you are wait, mentally retarded. Asparagus wait. odor detector, I am I am likely to smell pee or Guys, asparagus in my pee. I'm more Neanderthal than my sister, and sometimes she just texts me that to remind me to hurt my feelings. Only a, someone with a lot of Neanderthal would pronounce look, it Neanderthal. <laughs> misophonia. It tells you genetically I misophonia. But I can't, I Let's don't know. I can't I find it. that. Go to your main go, page. Go, go, go to your main... ancestry and traits. Health and traits. Teaching Whitney the internet. Um, it's not the internet. It's a very confusing website that I've never been I'm on because less... I didn't want to give all my data to the government because I'm sure I have a weird DUI floating Look around Look here. Somewhere. Genetically, it'll tell you if you have a fear of public speaking. And Benton, I... based on your genetics and other factors, you are less likely you to have a fear of public speaking. I'm more likely. View eight reports from wellness. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here, uh, alcohol flush reaction. Uh-oh. Unlikely to flush. Great. What? Bunion. Caffeine can... Consumption likely to consume more. That is absolutely correct. Uh, deep sleep less likely to be a sl- deep sleeper. Well, that's because I'm so drunk. Oh, this says I, hate, I based on my <laughs> genetics, I have a slightly higher than average odds of hating the sounds of chewing. Huh. Well, that's because you're Italian. It doesn't really bother me. I kind of like that. <laughs> Muscle composition common in elite power athletes. That's what mine says. Mine too. That I believe. I watched Benton kick over a mailbox in one try once. Uh, when I had Why? my when I, I had my when I had my my neck procedure done, the man was like, "Wow, a lot of this is just muscle." And I was like, "Of course it is. Great." <laughs> so, I have more Neanderthal DNA than 81% of other customers. Oh my god. Mine, that tracks. Mine's 89. I'm 29. I thought I was a high? No, you're very low Neanderthal. I thought I was high. You're not. I thought I was like, basically on the floor. I think stones. a lot of people that listen to this podcast think you're high all the time. <laughs> I'm being hurtful today. <laughs> no, this is we're in the ring. We're in the ring. I'm not really sure what this is. After told we me. after we roast each other for an entire podcast, we all leave and we're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and just cry and I'm not really sure what this is this gave me any health information at all. 
Yeah, I don't think it's great. I, I also think it's like, it's like, like this is like, if they're I'm gonna, not a sponsor. I just feel like so much health is psychosomatic that if you tell me I'm going to get sick, I'm going to manifest being sick. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like so much of getting sick is mental. Your brain is so powerful. And placebo, it is. Like, placebo effect is an effect. So I don't want to look at all these diseases they're going to tell me I'm going to get. Has this factored in for antibiotics and eating healthy and mm -hmm. like... Yeah, there's a whole, there's reports on every one of them. Yeah. What about your cilantro, guys? Do you like cilantro? Oh, because it tastes different to different people. I like it, it says. I don't... Um, I don't like it and it says I don't I don't like it. it and I didn't need you to tell me that, sir. Exactly. I, Same with I, the red hair. That, that yeah. I can figure out myself. Yep. Alcohol flush reaction. I just puke up my alcohol what? like a lady. Yeah, I'm like an adult I just you know, spit it right back into the can and throw it out the window drink the it again way AA likely to flush after drinking alcohol a G likely to flush I am GG. No, I'm unlikely to flush after drinking. Oh, alcohol. I'm I have flush a lot It says oh, so this I'm a is, big flusher so you can you can tolerate a lot of alcohol. Yeah, it moves through you fast See this is probably that's why, why that's why it always gets so much me when alcoholism me. in my family you guys can't tolerate it. hold on to it. Yeah. You guys <laughs> we, love it. Misers. You guys are really taking care of it. <laughs> We're pickled. I mean, I'm, I am. People ask me, they're like, why does your skin look so good? I think I'm embalmed. Do you we know what this should actually be good for? Hmm. It's giving it to someone else. Like me reading yours, yours reading mine would be way more helpful than reading me about my own. I think so too. Because like That's me, I'm just point. like, I, I don't... I know all this, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the only thing I and I don't want to know that I have more of whatever that club. Oh, but trait this is. is interesting to know. So people with the alcohol flush variant—that's me—unlikely to flush. Drinking alcohol carries additional health risks because their bodies can't break down toxic substance substance acetaldehyde. Hold up. Drink, Sorry, that's my Neanderthal coming out. Drinking alcohol carries health risks. Well, <laughs> whoa. The most useful thing on my report is that eighty-nine percent or more of my relatives were likely to have worked as a lifeguard. <laughs> well, I'm likely to- Wait, 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 is that real? Yep, get to know your relatives. They are 89% more likely to have worked as a lifeguard. Wait, is this because you, they connected and, to your ancestors online through this thing? I don't know. Is and that 100% true? are British and Irish. I have no well, idea. I mean, it's so strange. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you- I don't know what- Hold on, if you live on the island of Ireland, you're gonna have to save some lives because it's surrounded by water. I mean, that's like, I'm trying to figure well, out- 58% of my relatives love to drink energy drinks. That is so crazy. But we didn't answer that. 95% or more likely to have <laughs> red body or facial hair. Are we related, Benton? Y'all little redhead. No, I have 1%. <laughs> Oh, I thought it said you're more likely less to. Likely. I'm less. You're, you're more likely. I'm less likely to have That's it. so strange. 95% more likely to have red body or facial hair. No, your relatives. Your relatives you. are. I know, but I'm saying I don't have because any relatives. Because you're mostly British and Irish. That's why. I'm just saying I, but so I'm I finding out that I'm adopted and I didn't want to find that out this way. Oh, uh, sorry. Maternal Halpo group. You also have the darkest hair I've ever seen. So, <laughs> Not right now. Not today. I got to go back to brown soon. I really do. Watching People are the, getting worried. Watching the clips when you have brown hair is so so weird to me. Yeah, and I just, all, I've known exciting. you so much longer with brown hair, but it's still so Here's jarring. Here's the thing about I think with my because look, the last couple months having COVID, COVID fog, I went a little crazy on the edibles. I'm three days off edibles, no edibles. They do not agree with me. Mm -hmm. Benton has seen. Is me. that in the report? Because I don't believe it. If it's not, no, ben <laughs> Benton uh, uh, has seen me fall down a flight of stairs, <laughs> pass out in this podcast studio, and hit my head. Uh, I 
I, it's it's just not a, I just with the pandemic was happening I was like I should I'm too abstemious the issue is Whitney thinks edibles work immediately upon arrival into your body <laughs> and I'm so impatient and so she thinks that if it's been a minute that it should be working and it's oh, like two hours so boring and then like 12 hit her at one time <laughs> no I'll take one and in 10 minutes I, like my problems aren't immediately gone I'm like these don't fucking work they're these broken are, I got a dud and then I'll take like seven and then how long are they supposed to what is what's the time lapse it's usually like 30 to 40 minutes depending on if you've eaten something okay. or already like you eat it on empty stomach you'll get higher faster but the thing is with a lot of these edibles like the um the way that it's distributed is really uneven like maureen dowd did like a whole thing on this oh, cool. because if like you have the blueberries like uh-huh. the weed blueberries those were my shit yeah no longer Uh-oh. um now i'm just hard kombucha and um heroin uh, the good stuff. Like, but those things I can actually manage. Like, I've never had an issue with substances telling me to do really dumb shit, like take more of the substance. Like my right. thing, like cigarettes. My thing is, I don't want to be addicted to cigarettes right. because I won't get as high if I smoke them all the time. That's smart. Like the same thing with like alcohol. I'm like, yeah. I just want one glass so I can really feel, feel it. it. You know right, what I mean? Right, and I don't want to get my tolerance too high. I mean, that's a ride or die addict right there. Someone who's like, I'm not gonna drink so I feel the high even harder. Right. <laughs> you know. And so, uh, so with the edibles, I would take them, and a lot of times the way they're cooked, like they put the THC in, but they can't. Con- control how much goes in each one so one blueberry might have 30 milligrams and one might have two you never so i in my head was like ah i got one a dud i'm gonna take five more and then i started doing my own math i did this is so embarrassing i have weed edibles the most embarrassing things i've ever done are on weed edibles when i was in uh mexico (laughs) um that's the respectful way to say it (laughs) Um, uh, where was I? I was at this place called Amanta. I was with Michael Patrick King. Bridget Everett was there. Bridget, the great Bridget Everett, if you don't uh, know her, Google her right now. God bless. Oh, yeah, we've talked about Brilliant that. performer. I had had my ear bitten off by a dog. I didn't want to take painkillers. I was like, I'm not an addict. Right. right I'm just right. going to take 90 edibles. Right. They're natural. They come from the earth. But I took, I had no idea how to like read the milligrams. I didn't really know the difference between sativa or indica. Like, I'm just like a bad at drugs. Mm-hmm. You'd think, I know a ton about most, there's weed never. Mm-hmm. And I was at a New Year's Eve dinner. I took 100 milligrams of THC because it came in a gummy. like That's a, bo- a lot, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. You're supposed to divide it up into four. I just ate the whole thing. I didn't know. Um, I was this, with this like male model I met on Raya. Oh. I, felt it, I felt a little too confident in my choices. <laughs> and uh, Wipe under your eyes. I passed out at the buffet on the beach, New Year's Eve buffet, holding a handful of salad in one <sighs> hand and a marrow bone in the other hand. <laughs> I can find the photos of how fucking high I was. I passed out and then Bridget Everett thought I was like doing a bit, which is a testament to how fucking annoying I am uh, at social gatherings. She's I all I remember is watching her step over me and like walk away. And I was like, no one can see me. I'm invisible. But she just thought I was doing a bit. So she just like, ha ha. And just like kept walking to like take a picture or something. But I was like, no one can see me. Oh no. And then I kept standing up. And every time I stood up, um, you know, those like balloon people in front of car dealerships that go up and then they just go down and they go like literally my knees just would not hold my body. And I kept passing out in the sand. Michael Patrick King. I mean, one of my dearest friends, but also someone whose respect I'd like to Keep. Uh, literally, they had to drag me onto the beach and remove me. Had uh, they everyone done it in the group too? Like, was it a group activity? That no, edible? that's oh, the weirdest. But that's oh, the creepiest part about okay. it is that I'm not like let's all party together. I'm like right, let me right, just take right, it in my corner so that I'm okay. And then I'm like, oh fuck, I'm so high. And then um, when you're trying to not come off high, you seem so, so much high. Up. <laughs> 
Have you ever been roofied? Because you're literally just like, hey, man, I have not been roofied, but I, I didn't have. know of. What? Yeah. Why who? We were at a bar in Nashville. Andrew Santino, I knew it. No, it's nobody that ever wanted to roofie me. Um, I was at a bar <laughs> in Nashville, and there was this, there was this, um, bartender that wanted to like sleep with my friend mm -hmm. and there were like 12 of us and I I am notorious if you go anywhere with me that are the party you finish other people's drinks I will buy everyone's shots like to the <gasps> point where it is like let's go out tonight financially bad like because they're like so fun because you do them together it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the only drink you do together group activity and so like there was these drinks they're called death shots in Nashville they're probably in other places and I ordered like 14 of them or something and he didn't know which one she was going to get so he just roofied them all <gasps> So the only people that didn't get roofie were the two that set their drinks down and then were nervous and didn't drink them. Bitch, I took all my clothes off <gasps> in the and got on top of what? And got on top of the speaker in that bar. We have this on video. This is on video. And then I puked. They wouldn't let me in the lift. They wouldn't let me. My friend had to call someone to come get us. Oh I was, my god! I got and then I put all my clothes back on and I got inside of them, like like where you couldn't see any of me, <laughs> and was giving a whole. I was it was very bad. Um, can I just say? But super fun. Uh, if I were the girl, I'd be so flattered that someone wasted that many roofies just to get one into my drink. But what is? Hold on, let's break this down. Is is roofie quaaludes or is ketamine? I don't know what it is, but I know that all of us. Was your body paralyzed? Though? I, it was like in, it was like being Do you, you remember? blacked out. No, it's like being. I remembered nothing. Like I apparently was completely functioning, but like all of us that actually drank the drink, all of us had the same experience, and it was like it was like from the minute we took that drink. How'd you find out? Um. Well, my the other girl, she just said that's. I mean, this is how we, I guess we just found out by the other girl had been roofied before, and she said that's what. And so whenever we described Jesus. it, Jesus. whenever she we described it, she like it sounds like it sounds like you were, you were roofied, and like because all of us that took it, the rest Nightmare. of us immediately remember. I mean, it was like nothing. It was like the day did not happen. That's crazy. Anything else we need to say before we go? Go to get your tour tickets. WhitneyCummings.com. You can get some merch before it's all mm -hmm. gone. The merch that is up now is going away for new merch to be fill its place. That hurts me, my heart. Well, it can be reprinted. Okay. But it is new going away. So new collection coming in. So it'll be here when it's here. And ah! we do want you guys to make sure you're getting the other merch if you want it because it will be gone when it's get gone. Get it now. The Bap 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 Sweatpants, the tie-dye, the one with the brain on it, the wild merch. Everything people, you see on there. People love that gas station Except tea. for the white good for you hoodie will be staying. Ooh, the one with the orange. That's my the favorite white one. Yeah. The one that's like peach and, and white. Yeah. Um, I love you. Don't ride elephants. And here is Paris Hilton. Yay. Bling. Ready? Oh my God. Uh, you know what's so funny is that I, you're a nightmare because I have to be next to you. I was trying so hard to look cute for you. Didn't happen. Didn't pull it together cute. today. I never look, I never feel um, less put together than when I'm with you. Well, you look like a little sailor <laughs> unicorn. I look like a little child um, <laughs> that's about to go sit on Santa's lap and it's not going to go as planned. <laughs> um, I, I'm sitting here with Paris Hilton. How do you feel? Good. Are we friends? Yes. We are friends. Oh no, I miss you. I feel like we are friends in a weird, like, metaphysical way. We haven't gotten to spend that much time together. Yeah. But um, we're very close on like a spiritual level. I agree. Don't you think? Yeah, we need to hang out more. Why is that? I just feel like we're just, we have these fun personalities that just like mesh well together. But I, I also, but I also might be delusional. 
I think I'm closer to you than I am because I feel when I was in LA and you know during the time when you were sort of introduced to the world like I was learning so much from you at the time like you were kind of all of our fairy godmother (laughs) it was kind of like all of our like fairy godmother older sister cool older sister that was like dating all the cool guys and making these fashion choices it was like just wear whatever Paris wears you know you were like my everyone's cool older sister for so long do people feel weirdly close to you I feel like people feel like they know me just from watching me grow up and watching The Simple Life and just seeing me in the media for so long. So a lot of times when I meet people, they'll sometimes know more about me than I even know about myself. Right. Oh, that's the worst. Like, I'll be walking to the airport and someone will be like, like, yell a joke of mine. I'm like, ew, gross. You know what I mean? And they're like, it's your joke. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I forgot about it. (laughs) Like, Like, do you ever look back at stuff and go like, ugh, wish I hadn't, uh, Sometimes. Some of the stuff just on that show, I was just acting like such a dumb blonde that I look back on it now. And kind what, of is, like, what is the dumb blonde thing? We were just talking about this. What What is that? I, I'm obsessed with getting granular about what is the origin of dumb blonde? Joan of Arc was blonde, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't um, Amelia Earhart maybe blonde? Like, why dumb blonde? Marilyn Monroe. Is, is that when it started? Probably. I think it's just always been a stereotype. Yeah. And what, back when I was just coming into the industry, it was like almost like it was cute to be that. You know who ruined it? Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she literally, I feel like Paris Hilton has a little button that's just like a publicist button where just an ejector button where she'll just, <laughs> if I say something that could fuck up her entire global uh, empire, she just disappears into thin air. Um, what is going on in terms of like, this is a press tour you're on. I'm not going to ask you questions that you normally get asked. When I watch your interviews, it it frustrates me. Why? Because I'm just watching you and I'm like, why? Like, I can't tell if you want, if you're in control of what you're revealing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Or if you... <laughs> Look how long she'll not talk. Like you'll I'm just shy. <laughs> you are shy. It's so weird. How, what do you mean you're shy? I don't know. I've just always been a very shy person, which a lot of people don't believe that I am. I be- I believe it. And there's this thing with you where I'm like, uh, when I see you out, and when I and I watch your documentary, I'm like, I have compassion for you. And then I see you, and I'm like, I don't feel sorry for you. You're so fucking strong. You have such like strong energy, and you claim your space so hard. And I'm just dying to know how you sit there and don't say anything. Look, that's what I need to learn how to do. Look at her. I think that's called self-esteem. How'd you get it? How'd you get it? Where'd you get um, it? I don't. I think just from going through so much in my life that maybe it's just, it's not that it's self-esteem. I think it's just this thing that I have. I, it's hard to describe. Like I a, don't know. It's a stoic, like, is there a conscious effort to allow people to just project. Because there's something about like, si- like if you can't approve upon silence, just don't say anything. Because I look at you and I'm like, that is so smart. Just say, just don't say anything. If you don't say anything, they can't get you. What are they gonna get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're like uncancelable, because you weren't like that. Me? <laughs> I cannot keep my mouth closed. It's so powerful. Is this conscious? Was it taught? I just thought how I've always been. I never even think about it. It just happens. What about for you? You just 
always talk? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, kind of. It's like, I just, um, I'm so impressed by you because I think there's this, right now we're in this moment where we're like, okay, fame, business women running. How much do we owe our fans? How much, what is privacy? How much are you going to show? How much are you going to keep for yourself? You know? And I think we're in that place. And I feel like as a comedian, it's like, we have to share everything in podcasting. We have to share everything. And here's my breakfast. And I just, you know, got this and I'm on this antidepressant and I'm on, I had this UTI, you know. But like, where do you draw the line in terms of privacy? I feel. You know, now with social media and everything, it's just like this whole new world where everyone is sharing everything. And I think there is people who just definitely overshare. Mm -hmm. And with me, I like to share my life. And before I only showed a certain part. And now I'm sharing a lot of things that I'd never discussed before, which helps other people to understand and relate to that they go through the same things. So I've never been so open in my life. Have I been in like the past year since the documentary came out are you allergic to anything no nothing Mm-mm. you have zero allergies zero hmm. zero yeah why i've never heard that before that's amazing yes <laughs> i'm just trying to I'm, I'm i'm only asking you questions you have not been asked before because you are you have been asked every question and it makes me so why do you do interviews <laughs> Why are you here? Well, I'm here because I love you. And I thought it'd be fun and I love your podcast. And um, I do interviews because I have to for work. It's just part of like the contracts and you just, yeah, like they're obligated mostly. Yeah. She's like, I'm here because I'm obligated. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but you are um, so clear about your business, you know, and it's something that I admire so much. Like you're so, what drives you? Do you think it's, ancestral because of what you come from like business is in your blood it's in your dna it's in your bones Mm -hmm. is it like i i believe i have something to prove i have something to prove and i also what drives me is i want to change the whole structure of how this works to make it fair and right so that everyone else can you know like i'm trying to figure out what drives me like what drives you every day i think just from growing up in my family it was a lot to live up to Mm. and something just that runs in my genes and my blood and also just wanting to prove myself. I didn't want to be known as Paris Hilton, the Hilton Hotel granddaughter. I wanted to be known as Paris. So I've always just worked so hard to just make my own name for myself. What's your middle name? Whitney. What? <laughs> huh? Yes. Is that true? Is that yes. real? Yeah. Paris Whitney Hilton. So are we related? Yes. Mind the will? <laughs> I didn't even think about this until now, too. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I'm, that's wild. So am I somehow royalty? I just, we'll get yes. my lawyer, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> um, I watched, okay, so the documentary, I know everyone, there's a, there's a narrative that, that um, you know, on our podcast, there's clickbait and then there's stuff we like to cover. Okay. I always have a different takeaway. So that was, you know, the documentary is incredible super powerful there's a moment when you're about to dj at about bad land outside lands tomorrowland tomorrowland i am so bad at festivals it's just i'm not cool enough and i and i boycott the name of festivals i'm like bouts at bumber shoot but coachella belt <laughs> and i like i refuse to learn them because i hate uh that i can't get the wristband i want um <laughs> 
and I saw you and your in the your dude at the time. Not, it was not my dude. It was just some random. Some random, and uh, uh, he will. I can't wait till he sues me after I say this. But um, I was like, shit, dude. We've all been there when you're in a relationship with a guy and you're about to shine or a girl or whatever, like we've all been in relationships that like thwart us in some way and we're trying so hard to give them everything and shine and find that balance. And that was that was really hard for me to watch. Can you just like describe that moment? That was a nightmare because it was you know, one of the biggest shows I've ever played in my life. This is Tomorrowland. It's the biggest music festival in the world, half a million people. And he was just being so annoying and just like, why are you promoting these other people and not promoting me? It was just like gross. And then dropping my computer and just completely stressing me out right before I had to get on stage. It was just, I couldn't take it anymore. So I was like, you have to go. But that is, it was such an important moment for, I think, everyone to see is like, we're all hustling. We're all trying to elevate. We're all trying. But the person you pick is a business decision. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's a business. So it's like business woman, the person you decide to marry, the person you partner with is a business choice. And I remember looking at that and going like, it really um, made me think about all the times that I've been like game time about to do something important. And I'm like, and then my personal life undermined me, mm -hmm. you know? So like, what, when do you feel like you learned that your personal life and your professional life, like they, they are not inseparable? Yeah, that was definitely a big moment. And it was something I didn't want the world to see. Like I was like, fighting with the director, like, please cut that out. Like I did not want that in there. I don't even want this fucking loser like getting any attention, like just cut him out of the whole film. And she was like, no, I need to show that, that you're taking back your power and you know, there's, you've had enough. And this is the first time that you've really done that. Cause I never have stuck up for myself like that ever. Um, so this is just like the beginning. And then what, like, like, what, um, when you have conflict in relationships, like, how do you manage that? You don't seem like you like love conflict. I hate it. <laughs> I hate confrontation. I hate conflict. Just yeah. Anytime I've had like an issue with someone, I don't say anything and I just stop talking to them and dump them. But I can't even. You're do a ghoster. It. You're. Yeah. I'm like I that too. I think if 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 something. <laughs> If I feel like you're not hearing what I'm saying, I just remove myself from the situation and try to regroup. Yeah, I'm like that too. I just can't. I don't even want to dignify it with a response. I don't even want to get into it. I'm just like, peace. That's so healthy. Where did you learn that? Just from life. God. I think just from going through hell and back. Because you, you have to learn. cut motherfuckers out left and right. Yeah. Especially what? in this town. Do you feel like... I was, I was thinking about you this morning. All I do is think about you. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what... What have you learned from about human nature? It being a boss, and now that you, you know, have all these businesses, what have you learned about human nature? Like, what do you think is like cut and dry human nature, and what's changeable about human nature? Like, are we inherently um, wired to want to see someone get destroyed? I'm not, but I feel like there are a lot of people who are who love that, and it makes me sad that people just enjoy watching people get torn down or just even watching the Britney movie. That just made me just feel so emotional and just to see just how people and the media and just how the way she was treated and so I could relate to that in a lot of ways. I was talking to Laura Wasser. Um, uh, she was on the podcast recently. And how do we get Britney out as someone who, do you have her number? Do we call her now? Oh, like, it's, it's just a uh, saga. 
it's really just it's so sad just to be an adult and have worked your entire life and then just be treated like a child and she just has no freedom are there things that you've seen like because I like to go like now that I'm like oh I get to like build my own version of this business you know Mm -hmm. and I look back at all the things that didn't work like there was I mean I used to go to auditions in hotels I used to go on like I was telling people the other day like for the first five years of my career I was just going on dates with agents I thought they were meetings <laughs> like I just I didn't know I thought that like CAA was just at Chateau Marmont like I don't know like I'm just going you know what I'm saying like are there things that you're like that was not right that was like you know looking back and things that you want to course correct moving forward as you build your business um I never went on dates with agents <laughs> But. You're like, um, I exclusively date uh, celebrities, icons. <laughs> um, I, although we do have a little bit of beef because you did date um, the love of my life, Eddie Furlong. So Paris Hilton has a podcast. And I was on it the other day. And she's like, who's your childhood crush? Um, and I was like, I had photos of Eddie Furlong truly like floor to ceiling. Like I would make a, a, like I would lick my wall and pretend we were making out when I was like 10 years old. That's hot. And <laughs> And you dated him for how long? I don't remember. I was like 18. <laughs> I think it was like nine months or something. <laughs> My dream guy is like your sort of like throwaway guy. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like such a big part of like what, you know, as as women now is to just like pass on whatever we learned, men, women, anyone. Um, like what do you feel like you would like to pass on to the uh, people starting businesses now? That are, what do you wish was available to you when you were in your 20s, early 20s? Just now it's just amazing how much is available to people, like just with even a social media platform. <clears throat> oh, let me drink a little water. Oh my gosh, Paris drinks water, you guys. Okay, water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, just the tools that they have nowadays are just, yeah. you could basically make an entire career just off having a phone and a talent and yeah. you know that wasn't possible back then so I just think it's really incredible with technology what people can do nowadays and so and you also I feel like came up around so much um fame that was so um traumatizing like you know like your family you grew up around famous people do you know what I'm saying it's, you know you saw how is it is it healthy is this healthy like I feel like you have managed to figure it out and I don't know if it's because you grew up in it and it's like kind of you're used to it. You know how to protect yourself. You have boundaries. But like, is it healthy to be famous? Like what precautions do we need to take as we're all going, I want to be famous. I want to be rich. And then we get there and it's like, it's a mental, it's a really challenging mental health thing. I feel lucky. I think just from having a supported family and really growing up in this town and just seeing it all where I've just kept like a level head on my shoulders. But then I see other people just just crash and burn and I've seen it all. I've seen so many people come and go and it's really detrimental to mental health. I've just, you know, the pressures of it and everything and the people that you meet and getting fucked over. There's just so much that comes with it. But I've been through so much that nothing bothers me. What scares you? Does anything scare you? Death. That's the scare. I just because I don't know what happens after, and if it's nothing, and that'd be the most boring thing in the world. So boring. <sighs> I'm so scared of that. Like I hope it's somewhere like amazing and like fun. And 
I was, I, I can't believe you said that. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, what if we okay. just die and all this work I did on this podcast studio is for nothing? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, when you like work so hard for something, you're like, what's it all for? So yeah, that is a fear. My fear isn't dying, like getting hurt in the shark. It's more all the work I did is for nothing. <laughs> then nothing after that. Did you have religion growing up? I went to Catholic schools. Yeah. Oh, that'll do. That'll do it. And so we, um, I'm obsessed with when uh, someone has found their person and has kissed, you know, found their prince, kissed the frogs. What are some like red flags? Like, like mm-hmm. absolutely Paris Hilton wisdom. Like if you see a guy do this, girl do this, whatever on a date, red flag. Like rude to yeah. wait staff, huge red flag. I hate that. Where's Abercrombie and Fitch? Huge red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like when people are rude to people, I, I rude. hate that. That's just a turn off. And how they are with their phone. I think that's a big red flag. Like if a guy is weird about his phone and like always is hiding it or like putting it on like airplane mode because they don't want text coming through or if you like try to like touch it, they like have a panic attack. Things like that scare me so I think it's important just to do like your spy work and like research and make sure that you're just not going to get fucked over because if you're not careful guys can take advantage and they will have you like have you ever been wrong do you know what I'm saying because it's like when you're like Ugh, pit in my stomach I fucking knew it every time that happens I'm like I knew it six months later I knew it I mean my gut has never been wrong I always uh try to talk myself out of my intuition you know yeah, the first time you see him flip his phone over boom and you get a pit in your stomach you have all the information you need mm-hmm. you know i really believe that that you will that thing over there <laughs> what <laughs> you're like word head thing i saw your video of it <laughs> what head that that's a robot of i me. know i love oh. it i saw the video you did with it i was dying <laughs> looking at it i'm like you're evil twin i know this is the evil twin that's the nice one the robot is the one that you want to hang out with um and uh uh you know because it's like it's 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 this weird thing where i'm struggling how do you manage being a businesswoman i mean you said something in that documentary it took me so long to learn this when uh, the random dude who was sort of sabotaging your big moment. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very clear to me now as, a, as an adult woman that's been in therapy for 15 years in 12-step programs. I'm like, oh, he was insecure and he was trying to make it about him. You said in that moment, you were like, you're so insecure, you know? Mm-hmm. How, how do you, do you ever have to make yourself feel like you have to make yourself smaller, minimize yourself, make yourself quote unquote beta for your person? Or have you met the person where you're like, I can just be whoever the fuck I want to be? Yeah, before, it would be just very emasculating to a man. Just, mm-hmm. they would just turn in and just so insecure and just like couldn't handle being with a powerful woman. And that's what I've dealt with forever until now. Like, my fiance is on my level. We're equals. He wants to empower me to be the best woman I can be. And equals. Partners. Yeah. That's so dope. I'm so happy. Like... I can't believe it. And so, like, what about him? Is there something, it's so interesting. It's like, I always say, it's like, it's not about how, who he is. It's about how you feel when you're with the person. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm dating this dude now who, it's just like, all he wants to do is, like, solve problems. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is love. Like, when you just feel relieved all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I realized in relationships before, I was always like, 
Who's he texting? Yes. Is he going to be mad if I do this? Do I have to tell him about this? Oh, that gives me like goosebumps. Just worry. Ugh, the worst. The wor- just the constant it's in the back of your mind. Nightmare. I watched an interview between you guys, and he was just like, this Carter, Carter, how do you spell his last name? Reem. Reem, this guy, this beat, he's got us, he's on point. I'm like, that is it. That's her equal. He is incredible. Like, I feel, I feel like he's like, God, like, sent me this angel to come and save me from all these losers. <laughs> <laughs> but what, um, what, when did you know with him? When did you know? Because sometimes when the right guy comes along, we fuck it up and we sabotage ourselves. And we put all our past baggage onto them and we ruin it. Yeah. We've seen it happen. You're not going to do that. No. We've known each other for 15 years. And oh, then, I didn't know that. Yeah. So we've been friends forever. And then um, on Thanksgiving, I went to the Hamptons with my family and we just we were having lunch together and we just like connected. And then that like night it. we had dinner, had our first kiss. And then right when we had the kiss, I was like, I'm in love with this guy and this is who I want to be with. And I think I was just so sick of every all the other shit I'd been through. I was like, I just want something real. And I was ready. An adult. Mm-hmm. He's just like a grown-ass adult. Yeah. Like I was like, man. this guy has like a 401k. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker, like, he's got like, you know what I mean? Like, um, and then when did you say I love you? Did he say it first? I think we both said it. We said it at the same time after a couple days. We like went to Miami for Art Basel. <laughs> and we were just making out. And Jinx. And said it. It was cute. <laughs> um, how long, when should someone say I love you? What's too soon? I think there's no time frame on it. Yeah. It's just love. Like it's supposed, if it's meant to be, yeah, it will happen right away. If you say it too soon and it's weird, it's not meant to be. Do you yeah. know, right? Like anything awkward. Like do you feel like things that annoy you in past relationships, when Carter does it, it's not annoying? Nothing you, right? he does is annoying. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. And then what's your, um, uh, uh, when you guys have a conflict, do you ever have conflicts? No, we never That's argue amazing. about anything. It's crazy. Because I've used to being in like crazy relationships where it's like always drama, always fighting, yeah. always being scared, always being untrusting. And with this, I'm just, I've never felt so safe and secure and I have nothing to worry about. And it's just like. How is this even real? It's crazy. I'm always just trying to figure like, does do relationships take work? Are they supposed to be easy? Like, I'm always trying to, like, figure it out. Because it's like, when things are hard, everyone's like, well, relationships take work. And then people go, it should be easy. It should be effortless. And I'm like, I can never figure it out. So we're always sort of talking about that on this. It should be a little of both. Yeah. Do you eat jelly beans? Do I eat them? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Depends on the flavors. Are these, like, weird flavors? <laughs> 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 so these are... Um, Jelly Belly Benton, will you explain this to me? They're Jelly Belly Beamboozled Beans. <laughs> so they could be a delicious flavor or a terrible flavor. That's what I thought. <laughs> I knew that you would have those weird ones. <laughs> I want to go through red flags or like I want to um, I want to just do some like, I just feel like you find this prince. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to, all the girls listening, all the guys listening, I just want to like bestow all the wisdom. Learn from our mistakes. Learn from mm-hmm. our mistakes. We made them. You were making them in a mansion at the same time I was making them in a studio apartment. Um, we just we were making the same mistakes, just very different um, parking situations. I had to go get like a parking pass. It was a nightmare. Um, and then why don't we do whoever gets a bad one gives a piece of a relationship advice. Okay. I feel like the brown ones are bad. They taste like poop. <laughs> They're all okay. So this oh. one. Should... Oh, it doesn't matter what you color still have it the is. The box to know Wait. which what. 
It was the, I, the Jelly Belly box. Oh God, they're giving me. Um, okay, so Jelly Belly. Okay, so so don't look at it or don't. You can't look at it. <laughs> Shit, sorry. I'm so um, bad at jelly beans. Um, uh, what's this one? What color is that? Pink. Pink and flecks of uh, Benton. What is this? That's Yellow. Tutti fruity. Tutti fruity. But I don't like tutti fruity when it's not a sneaky flavor. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, this one. All right, on, on there. Ew. Oh no! She got it. I think she got a bad one. This one tastes like throw up. <laughs> what color was it? Purple or pink and blue. Give her a good one. Give her good. Like, wait, give her a good one. We don't know which one's good. That's the point of the give game. Give her another one. <laughs> it's a That's a good one. Okay. Oh, the toothpaste. <laughs> What was that one supposed to be? The purple and or pink and blue? That was insane. Wait, that one tastes like throw. So it was actually dead fish. Dead fish. <laughs> and then the blue one. And then and then you had a blue one after that? Yeah, like mint. That's toothpaste. So it was also toothpaste. Like that. perfect. <laughs> Cleans it out. <laughs> that was, but I like that you, wow, that you held your composure so well. We did not. It was like a really cute color, so I was expecting it to be like cotton candy or something nice. Oh. <laughs> This is a metaphor for life. Mm -hmm. To me, this is like a complete metaphor for life. Sometimes things come in cute packaging. The inside, you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> like this is a metaphor. Sometimes the oh wait, so who gives the advice? Me or her? Whoever um, got the bad one, you said. Whoever got the bad one? Okay, peace yeah. of relationship. Did, did you eat one? Yeah, didn't I? I don't yeah. Think so. Yeah, yours was, was pretty, like good. Right? It was good, and then I was panicking. Here, you can okay, get another. Give me one. Throw up one. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what that one is. This is birthday cake, I think. Isn't this a oh, bunch of different ones? Sick. This you is have the key. You tell us. This is tutti fruity or stinky socks. Oh, that one's bad. I hope it's stinky socks for you. <laughs> After what I just had. That's to the eat. one I got the other day that was really traumatizing. Stinky socks. Yeah. Benton almost fell off a ledge when he ate one of these. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's not even, like, actually, that might be too intense. That's too much. That's not a, that shouldn't be legal. I'm so sorry. Okay. Your, your drink is spilling all over the floor. Everywhere. No! To your, the other side of Where? you. Where? Oh. So dumb. Um, Whoever thought of that, like, Please don't do they think you. of these for people who, like, want to joke with their friends or just to be serious? Cause people so it like comes them. with a game and you spin it, like, Twister, but then you have to pick... Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll get so you give a piece of relationship advice. I'll give a piece of relationship advice. We both got a bad one. Um, I oh, always ask, "Is it worth it?" Someone once said to me, "I was in this like really stress like relationship is like so hard," and he just goes, "Is it all worth it?" And I was like, "Oh my god, no!" Like the good times didn't outweigh the bad times, but I was so addicted to the adrenaline and the chaos. Mm -hmm. And you know when you're like in something bad and you're just in it. And to get out of it would actually be harder than to, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know when sometimes you're like, I guess I'll just stay in this because like we're going on a trip next month and we already booked that flight. So let me just like stay in the, you, like just get out. As soon as yeah. you're thinking about breaking up, you're going to break up. That's my advice. I don't think I have ever thought about breaking up with someone and it didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it didn't happen, obviously. I agree with that. And just not wasting your time because life is so short and so precious and like, I've wasted years of my life with people who didn't deserve my time. So I feel, like you said, when you have a bad feeling or something happens, don't give them the second chance, especially if it's something that, because once they do it once, that's just like how they are. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. Yeah. Like that's your nature. 
I got your nature and now it's up to me whether I'm going to be in denial about it or not. Exactly. You know? Let me see the ring. Jerk. So... (laughs) (laughs) I think... So, question. So, Carter. So, his proposal... I have some ideas for the wedding. Mm -hmm. I officiate. Loves it. That's pretty much the main, <laughs> that's the idea. That's the pitch. Are you talking about it? Are we planning it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Does every woman, uh, Grace and I were just talking, does every woman have their wedding dress in their head since they're a kid? Because we were both like, I fully have a wedding dress just on deck. Not even engaged. I always had like the Disney princess vibe of a dress. Mm-hmm. Just like, like looking at like Cinderella or someone like that. But now it's it's changed. Like I, I want something just more like elegant, simple, and chic. Yeah. And then where? That's what I'm trying to figure it's out. It's like a legal issue. Am I allowed to ask? What if it somewhere like nice and warm, nice or not too warm? Because yeah. I hate when you're at a wedding and it's just like hot and humid and gross. So somewhere with like California weather, because it's just. I but like, how many? Pe- you have too many. People. I know. That's this like I'm out. stressed out about your wedding for you. Yeah, I am too. Because <laughs> I know like thousands of people, but with this world we're living in now, and I don't want to have to wait till the world's completely open because who knows when that will be. Mm-hmm. And then honeymoon, like, because here's the thing: I'm fascinated by you because it's like you've been ever, you've done ever, like how is Carter like? How do I dazzle this gal that's been dazzled, seen everything, done everything? Like I love that he's not intimidated by that. He takes me to romantic places I've never been before, like Napa and things like that, and like Bora Bora. We, because usually for work, I've always had to DJ or travel, and it was like Ibiza or Vegas or Miami or like. Is that how it's pronounced? Ibiza? Ibiza, yeah. Okay, thank you. I need a a rich, famous person. How's Can? Is it Can? Can. Can. Okay, thank you. But people say it differently sometimes. Like, I hate when people say Ibiza. I think that's so annoying. But some Europeans say it like that. I'm not into that. Um, so I've only been to like all like these party islands and party destinations, and now I'm like an adult. So he's taking me to like romantic places that I never would have went before because there's no clubs at them. And also, <laughs> I haven't been there with you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm starting to learn that because I'm I'm dating a guy who's younger than me, and like I've been through the ring. You know what I mean? I've been through. I've dated. It's not my first rodeo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there's a way to make your second or third or f- f- whatever rodeo I'm on. It's fine. It doesn't have to be the place we've never been before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think sometimes our our, our perfectionist visions, you know, as a, as a business person, mm-hmm. creep into our personal life and undermine us sometimes. You know? Yeah. It's like we don't need our personal lives to be as um, prolific as our professional lives and, like, uh, grandiose, you know? Well, plus when you've probably been, it's always been for work. So you only see the hotel room and then wherever you're going for the work. So Oh, oh that's so true. Yeah, when you travel. I've but been you- everywhere and I've literally seen nothing because I've been just in a hotel room or the club or wherever I'm at for my event. But that's about it. Right. And then I was – so who, do you have someone in your life that's like your person, you're like – that's your – Nikki probably, you know, to make a like big decision. Who do you go to? My sister. Yeah. Like, she's a beast, dude. I've all I've always just been like, like she's just got beast energy. Yeah. Like I've all, I always thought like Paris is okay. Like Nikki will cut a bitch. Yeah. Like she just has that energy. <laughs> she's a boss. Have you guys ever gotten in like fight fights? 
Not like fight fights, but just when I was like little, I would sometimes just take her clothes and not ask. And <laughs> yeah, she, she would like get mad. Normal. But the the lateness thing I was thinking about too, because in the documentary, there's something about that. Be, there's something about that little hit of chaos before. She was trying to figure it out. What do you think it is? I think just being an Aquarius, I'm just like very floaty and. Also, purses know. are tiny. Purses yeah. are too small. Yeah. And my ADD, I think I just... Are you on something for that? No. No. It, what, like, that's the other thing, is that I went to um, this doctor the other day, and I was like, oh, I have anxiety, and I'm on this, and I'm on... Pro- and should I... And he's like, but isn't it working for you? He kind of was like, aren't some of these things actually... Do you want to solve these problems? You know? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're probably like, I'm doing this business, and this but it's probably part... Makes you... I think it's a superpower. Superpower. Mm-hmm. Turning your um, at things that are normally pathologized into superpowers. I love. Yes. Um, Emily, I'm hungry. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm very busy. But what did you just see me eat? Whitney just sat down for a booking meeting with a jar of peanut butter and nothing else. <laughs> just a jar of peanut butter. It's and- not peanut butter. It was peanut butter, banana, chocolate, goo. It was a mix. It needed a knife or a spoon. <laughs> and we just used our little finger. And then what did you say? You said... I said, that's disgusting. And then you said, get some bread. And I did. And then what happened? Then you ate a piece of bread, which... We... I ate... I put the peanut butter on the bread as you instructed me to. Right. Because you were being a bully. Right. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ate it. And it was this, the corner of it was the same color as her hair. <laughs> We've all been blinded to that mold color because we're staring at it all day, every day. So I ate a fully moldy piece of bread. This is what happens. When you don't use Daily Harvest. (laughs) When you're left to your own devices as a 38-year-old mentally ill woman. And you're busy and you eat moldy bread, you don't have to live like that. You could be eating Daily Harvest flatbreads instead. Uh, They're fresh, healthy, no mold in sight. Nope. They de- <laughs> except, yeah, they deliver delicious food all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. My favorite smoothies of theirs are mint and cow cow. Cacao. Cacao. By uh, the way, the, I love the flavor combinations. I'm always like like coriander. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what that is, but it is delicious. And then I like the staples. I like banana greens. I like ginger greens. The banana greens, I feel like when I when I make that as a smoothie, sometimes I like put a little olive oil in it. That's just me and a little coconut oil. So it goes rogue. Huh? I, I do go a little rogue and I like add stuff mm-hmm. but it's all the fresh fruit all the veg all the stuff is already in it's there it's so easy and you you can just take the cup right to your car <laughs> the cup already has a hole in it <laughs> for the straw they thought of everything everything daily harvest never uses preservatives added sugar or artificial anything and they most recently launched their almond milk spelled m-y-l-k which is made of only almonds and a dash of sea salt and that is it and it's super convenient because i'm always stocked up whenever i want to make my smoothies daily harvest is an undeniably delicious clean food without the prep Get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com, enter promo code good for you and get $25 off your first box. That's promo code good for you for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. Don't be silly. Emily. Yes. I love you. Thank you. But why are you talking to me and not a therapist right now? My depression has depression. <laughs> And I don't even want to leave my house to find one. You um, have been to a lot of therapists in your day? Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Um, have you asked them for refunds? or? 
They don't do that. <laughs> they really don't. They really don't. And when they're done, when they that 45 done. minutes is up, you're that it's the, over. <gasps> there's no like wiggle room right. with 45 minutes. Right. And there's a I fi- I don't like going to the therapist's office. Oh, I don't First either. First of all, they put all this stuff on the table, mm-hmm. which is a trick. I don't like the double door because <laughs> Was your therapist in a saloon? No, like the double door to for the patients that can't hear you in the... Oh, so that they can't hear you in screaming the, and crying? Right. What? I've, I've never had a double door therapist. Yeah, and then you know how you have to put on the straitjacket and then you <laughs> sit down. You know how they buzz you in? You know how they buzz you in and they, they lay 50, you down and then they put the shot in your arm <laughs> they put the, every week. <laughs> those seatbelts over your chest. And the priest comes in. Your mom told you that was therapy. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just think in-person therapy, it's over. It's There's got to be a better way. What? It's called. What a great segue. Thank you. It's BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. On the internet. So you it's... can go. The place that you get your mental trauma is the same place you can heal your mental trauma now. Perfect. The you internet, can have two windows open. I bet you, you can go on Instagram uh, on one window and, and then have open your better on help, the other side. And then it'll cancel each other out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. I think my favorite part is that um, as someone that has needed to contact a therapist and get a session immediately. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a hey, I need to, I can see you in 3 weeks. Right, right. They can you can start communicating in under 48 hours. That's a game changer. To, yeah. It literally was like, I'm having a crisis. I yeah. can't stop dating married narcissists. Right. And they're like, okay, we can see you in four months. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what? By that time, you're married to one. Yeah, by that time, yeah, we're going to have walked yeah. down the aisle. Oh, yeah, exactly. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And good for you listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Whitney. Betterhelp.com slash Whitney. Whitney. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Whitney. I don't know if you guys know this, but my first, the first time I ever paid off my loans was um, uh, because a little show called My New BFF, Paris Hilton, My New BFF, the finale hired me to, I don't even know what I, I gotta go back. I was like a writer on the finale. For writing like my jokes or it other was, people's, but there weren't any jokes, were there? I think it was like transition. I think I was writing. They hired me just to be there, and then the contestants would come to me, and I'd be like, "Just say this," and they'd be like, "Cool." I was like, "I don't even know why I'm here." <laughs> I feel like I owe you money. <laughs> you guys paid me like twenty grand. It was the most money I'd ever made at the time, and I was like, "Sure, I'll do this." I was like twenty five. I had no idea what I was doing. Did I ruin your show? No. That's so funny, though. <laughs> so, yeah, if you were, like, uh, had budget issues, I'm the one that was taking money and doing absolutely nothing. But um, but I remember you on that set being just so kind to everyone and so sweet. Like, how do you um, move through people that need so much from you and not take all that on? I would watch people just be like, and you just have this, like, uh, orb around you. Really? Yeah. I don't I never really even thought about it. I've just always been myself. And I just feel like when you're kind and you're sweet and you're a good person, that you just get blessed in life and have a good good karma. That is such a dope way to put it. Benton, are we going to play some games with Paris Hilton? Because yeah. Paris Hilton's in my house. I feel like I have a giraffe in my house. Like I feel like I have an exotic 
like a rare exotic a animal. Unicorn, not yes, a unicorn. Yes, I guess a unicorn, a giraffe, unicorn. Like if I you had a giraffe at your house, you'd be very upset. There'd be a news story. <laughs> That's right. I would be. You'd be tweeting it about it. Malibu safari, wine safari. Um, okay, so because Paris is um, the bit, her your business brain is just wild, and I'm, you know, for me, I I don't, I'm pretty good at business. But you have this ability to go like, this is what's going to happen. I don't think people understand that when you make a fragrance, when you make, it takes so much time. Mm -hmm. You have to stay committed to it. You have to follow through. You have to see it over the finish line. You have to yourself stay invested. How do you know, like, because there are other times where you're like, oh, just, I want to, this isn't even worth it. It's taken two years. Like, how do you know? Have you ever given up on something? in a good way and been like, you know, this isn't worth it. We're not going to make that. Mm, I'm not a quitter. I just, I never stop. I have like this drive and determination and I have good instincts. Mm-hmm. So I, and I know what I want. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm literally in therapy to think the way you think. It's fr- it's like, it's actually frustrating how clear you are. Like if someone asked me that question, I'd be like, I'd have like a two hour answer. I'd be like, so my ancestors, like, I, you're just so clear. Benton, what's yeah. the game? What's the first game we're going to do? You have them. Oh, I've got all our games. Okay, so we're going to use your business brain to build our business. Okay. <laughs> um, no, we're going to see if any of our, the catchphrases that have uh, come from our show, if you think any of them have. Uh, the any, staying power. The staying show. power. Okay. Okay, they're so worth I'm, trademarking. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on so many trademark calls. Oh my god! And but we get on trademark calls, and I'm just I have no I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, not a clue. It's like a different language. It's a completely different language. We're I'm just, just like, can you trademark it or not? Yes or no? And here's a hundred thousand dollars, and I have no idea what rights I have. Um, okay, first one, first slogan for Paris Hilton. What do you think? What is it? Like what? I. I s- you always have that played like on your Instagram. Yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you doing it is the best. I think it's uh, <laughs> no, not to be trademarked. No, because <laughs> it's just like noises. Yeah, their utterances, their glutteral. Just I mean, I was on Nyquil peeing in my yard when I came up with it, so I don't know why it wouldn't be a. A hit. A hit. <laughs> okay, this is, hold on. Okay, second slogan. Oh, here we go. Sweet box. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was sweet box. So much better than the one we have. Sweet boy. Sweet boy, that's Benton. That's sweet what boy. I say before I say something mean. He goes, I'm a sweet boy, but. That's cute. Because you're sweet. Great. Shit. You get a point, Okay. No, now it's a competition. <laughs> Steady. Steady. And what is that for? Steady. This is like, see, I'm terrible at branding because I. this is something my dad used to always say to me when things would get crazy. I just go steady, steady, like when people, and then. Uh, she was a tightrope walker. <laughs> dad had to train her through it. <laughs> and I would say steady, and I was like, oh, that's my, and then I say it, but it's not catching on. Why not? It's, yeah, it's not really that catchy. <laughs> It's like it's like you're telling someone to like chill, and it's like when people do that, it's annoying. Yes, and you know what's weird? I'm saying it to myself. You can't have a catchphrase for yourself. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying it's a mantra. It's a mantra. Shit. Okay, I'm learning. Okay, 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 okay. Here's um, here's one. 
rock in a river. It's supposed to say be a rock in a river. I be think. a rock in a river. Be a rock in a river. I don't get it. It's too long. Maybe. This is something bad. Something my mom said to me when everything's are going really bad instead of panicking. She's like, be in a rock in a river. Let it wash over you. Okay. So see, here's the thing. You don't see. She I'll, hates it, mom. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'll force the issue. You just go, what's working? And you'll let it, you'll let it take flight mm-hmm. instead of forcing something that's not working. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So you just said that's hot. People started saying it. You're like, oh, that's the thing. You just listen to the the metrics and the fans. And you could just say it for anything. Like even if something's not hot, just like that's hot. Or just like there's like a positive way to say it, like a negative way to say it. There's just, it goes with everything. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just say it all the time. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> um, and we also, you have how many fragrances? 29. Can you name them all? Yes. Really? I yeah. don't want to put you on the spot, but I, that is incredible. Thank you. Can you name them all? I can name a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Benton is never not wearing Paris Hilton for men. Yes, I do love the original Paris Hilton for him. Yes. Yeah. The blue bottle. So good. I love it. It's insane. What is love the, when guys wear that. And what is the process? Like, what is, if you're if, if you're going to make a fragrance, So because every celebrity, they get famous, and then they have a fragrance. And it's always like, that's always, a, what's the process? Do you get to go in? Because we want to make one for good for you, and you're going to help us. Well, basically, you either go to, like, a factory, or they can just have them delivered to you, just all these different notes and scents. And then you pick your favorite one, and then from there, what I do is then I think of a name, and then start designing the bottle, and then come up with the campaign of what it's going to be that, like, represents the bottle and the name, and then it comes out. So if you were going to do one for this incredible energy that you're taking in now so if we did what a good notes be? what would the notes be uh puke <laughs> yes. what was that dirty socks <laughs> dirty socks so far what notes have you picked up on uh, construction <laughs> construction work uh, something turquoise turquoise that for some reason like turquoise and neon green like because this is very creative this is very visual it has to live forever like you yes. have what 29 fragrances that have to live forever yes 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 and benton is such a genius at this stuff like you know and working in retail he's like no one buys that this is why people buy this like the psychology of why people buy like you're so good about going like i'm gonna make something special that someone's gonna buy want in their home and i'm not good at that i'm working on that you know but so okay so we're doing for good for you fragrance we're doing uh, what else? Those are jokes, but let's do I Love Roses. Like, do you start there? Do you literally just start there? Yeah, like what notes you like, like which... What perfume did you wear in high school? Can I guess? I wore... CK1. I loved CK1. <laughs> that was my shit. Cool. Yes. Lolita... I wore Paris Hilton. Yeah! <laughs> and then I wore Paris Hilton Air. Love it. I wore Lolita Lampica. And then when I was feeling real crazy, I wore Can Can. Loves it. <laughs> yes. I wore Calyx. I was a dork. I wore Tresor by Lancome. Are these words? <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> um, yeah, and then You're just naming dinosaurs. Well, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just thinking like maybe you start with perfumes you already like. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're a copycat. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm plagiar. I want to make Elizabeth Arden sunflowers. You know, that's my. F- I wore I that one. Make I was- black diamonds. Uh, <laughs> Um, so would you start there? You would just be like, okay, there's a, I, this is what I do like. I like Kai. I like Child. I like, you know, this is a fragrance I do like. Do you start there or no? Yeah, it's good to make a mood board of things that you like so that when they do bring in the new sense, they're like, okay, we're going to bring something that will remind you of that. So it's like, 
being inspired. See, I didn't even think of that. But is that like plagiarizing sense? I didn't even know that. Yeah, you can probably, you can't go, I want to smell like this. Yeah. Whoa. You want it to have like your own twist on it. Whoa. Otherwise people are going to say, oh, she just copied this one. And then what are the things that you say like that you're not, in, like like business opportunities that come to you and you're like not doing that? Like not, in, or, or not now? Because someone like you, it's not about if you're going to do it, it's about when you're going to do it. Are the things that you're like, just not now, you know? Yeah, there's been a lot of things that have came in that I'm just like, not now or ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the weirdest thing anyone offered me was my own Paris Hilton sex dolls. I was like, dude, I am not doing that. Like, that's psychotic. <laughs> so that was like the creepiest thing anyone has ever offered. Because what we say no to kind of defines us too. Yeah, I was like, uh-huh. is there? I always wanted growing up, being a fan of you. I always wanted like a Paris Hilton X McDonald's collaboration. Like, what did you order off the menu? Because I remember growing up and seeing all those like photos of you like going through the drive-thru and people were like, wow, she eats at McDonald's. I love McDonald's. <laughs> That's what you need, a menu item. Paris Hilton so what X. What did you order? Oh my God, that'd be so. What was your order? What What didn't I order? <laughs> um, just like lots of fries, sweet and sour sauce, chicken McNuggets. <laughs> See, how would I know Hamburgers. <laughs> fried chicken sandwich and then i'm obsessed with the breakfast i just had it like two days ago i had like the pancakes with the sausage so good. and the egg mcmuffins and hash browns see we can get all this in a little pink box Love it. <laughs> yeah there'd be one of those clip it's those clip it's you used to put a half a play for 30 seconds of a song in you could bring those back <laughs> i like it oh wait you know i'm not gonna forget to do this i want to look at your most recently used emojis mine mm-hmm See. You can't change them. You can't change them. You cannot change them. <laughs> How Hold do on. you do that? You just go to your texts and go to uh-huh. your emojis and you uh like you're about to send a text and just screen grab. Uh over a little bit. Oh yeah. Oh I got it. Oh she just gave me I just have your phone in my hand. This is so weird. I feel like I I feel like I literally have just like <sighs> Oh my gosh. Oh, it's in airplane mode. Um, so I'm okay. Okay, so your most recently used emojis. Oh my god, so funny. The heart, this you this is really who you are. This honestly, this is how you find out who someone is on the inside. Look at their recently used emojis. Come on, it's all hearts. It's literally all hearts and smiley faces with heart. Mine is all the gun to the head, the skull, the poison, the needle, like Look at it. It's 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 the oh, headphones. Smiley face with the heart. Turquoise dress. What's that? Just when I'm like talking about a designer, I'll be like dressed by. Right. This is the camera for giving photo credit on Instagram. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. So some of these for I like Inst- giving credit to people. That's that's, that's so a, nice. It's not only nice. It's an excellent business move. You know what I'm saying? That's how we elevate people now. The new economy is we tag people. No, I see a lot of people. They don't tag anyone, and I don't understand why people do that. It makes me so mad. Or it's not nice. Celebrities will um, tag someone in stories, but you don't underline it, so they can't click on it and go there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You boomer! I've done it. But when they tag someone, but don't yeah. make it clickable. Don't think, we don't need to call it geriatric celebrities. That seems mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> music, champagne. It's all happy, happy champagne. Joy. I look wish how, I had a champagne emoji. Oh my God, look how happy <laughs> she is. God damn it. Her emoji. Okay, so this to me tells, this. when I meet someone, a new guy, I'm dating, just ask them first, red flags. Can I just hear most recent emojis? And you'll learn everything you need to know about this person. 
I'm telling you. Good one. This is amazingly positive and healthy. Let's see what are, yours. Girl. <laughs> yeah, what are yours? Girl, I can't. I can't with this. Okay, so I'm also dating someone younger than me who loves emojis. Um, so mine, hold on. Where's my tag? Okay. Mine are, wait, also, you have 326 unread texts. I have 271. Okay. We're both yes. psychotic. <laughs> um, okay. So mine are, um, oh no. The first one is this one. <laughs> that's, that's my main one. <laughs> my main one is the face palm. Yes. My most frequently used. An eggplant squirt. No! A panda. What? Wait, f- that's true. A fig leaf. Oh, no, the panda's real. They're all real. The panda, the concert ticket? I don't know. These feel like they're. Uh, oh, because you were talking about tickets on oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. What's the shell a for? Mermaid vibes? The shell. Interesting. A hedgehog. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, sometimes I send to um, people, like my, I have a, uh, two girlfriends who, when I'm um, feeling like depleted and used and they're like how are you i send a shell i'm like i feel like a shell of a person oh <laughs> like i need to be filled up for mermaids yeah <laughs> like i need to be filled up do you know what i'm saying um uh and benton what are yours mine are i do the single eyeball in the mouth and the single eyeball to make that little face like <laughs> i like that a lot <laughs> i do the squirts too i use it when i send my friend pictures of makeup that i like i send the squirt emoji with it um i have a redhead that's from just from where we're talking to santino um I love and this th- one with like the watery eyes. Me too. So the cute sweet. one is my favorite one. Paris- it's new, right? Yeah, that one's new. And then I love the cowboy love hat emoji. One. You should have an emoji. Love. I do. I'm the little blonde princess. You do. <laughs> but you know what I'm realizing about you? I just saw it happen. This is part of your um, genius is your curiosity. That's it. It's like because I, I, I learned that the person that's talking the most knows the most. Mm-hmm. But you're actually just, just the way you did that, you just were like, what is that? What is that? Like, I saw, that's what it is. That is it. That's Wait, where you're. The, can we go back to what you said? The person. Sorry, I'm so into this. The person talking the most knows the most? No, it's like, it's like she's in a, uh, observing and asking quite the exact right question. That was yeah. like such the right question to ask as a businesswoman. Like, you know what questions to ask. That was, am- that, <laughs> I'm really impressed. Thank you. Like, that's how you find out what's popular is going, what is that? Why? That curiosity. That just blew my mind. I know you guys didn't see what I just saw. I know that this seems crazy, but that was, a, very few people do that. You're making me realize more about myself. Very few people are interested. <laughs> she said very few people do that. Very few people are interested in me, so that was crazy. <laughs> no, but just to do, what is that and why? And, da-da, and da, you know, because you you're always ahead and now I'm learning why. Do you know what I'm saying? You're always you're curious about because I have this uh, new thing I have to learn. I have a dread about new things. You have a great. Let's learn it. Let's get ahead of it. I love learning new things. It's like an ex- you have an excitement about um, new tools and socials and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have a dread towards it. Really? You know, of like oh, I have to learn another thing. I have to do that. You know what I mean? I love it. I just I love experiences and I love learning new things and. I don't know, just experiencing new things in life all the time. Give me a bean. Give me a bean. And if, <laughs> what color? Let's see. <laughs> this one for you. Wait, this is so weird. Do you know this is my favorite flavor is prickly pear? 
Uh, I picked it because I thought it'd be a booger, and I wanted to see. Boogers are—they're mostly just salty. But prickly pear was the only jelly bean flavor I would eat growing up. I would like throw fits in the mall, and my mom would have to drag me out because I would only eat prickly pear jelly beans. What is it? It's a booger. Okay, so, um, yeah, so boogers like it's a slow. That's a slow burn. It's salty, isn't it? That's a slow burn, it's and I was up. like ready to have like a childhood nostalgic, like warm moment, and it, that just like took away my childhood. Traumatized. That just that just undid all the therapy that I've been doing for so long. <laughs> um, wait, are you guys? You're not in. Um, you're in therapy for you. No. Oh, good. You know what? I, I literally. <laughs> I was gonna say. So you're I, in therapy? Absolutely not. Honestly, I was going to say, like, I don't think you need to be in therapy. I've, ne- I've, like, I've never said that to, like, anyone. I never say that to anyone. That's like, true. We've never told a guest that. Like, you're okay. Like, you're so fucking good. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you're good. <laughs> yes. You're Saul. Like, I have no notes. I Like, it's like this. Um, um, I think you got to know when you're doing well, too. I think we're in this culture right now where it's all about, like, self-examining. And that's great. And, um and pointing out the things we need to work on, but you also got to know when you're fucking nailing it and when you're dope. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> what? I love the idea of you being like, you don't need anything. And she's just like, in Paris, it's just like, yeah, I didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, nobody, I, didn't, I don't remember asking if I needed help. <laughs> oh my God, I, I love, love that. We renovated the podcast studio mm-hmm. before my house, which is so telling of, of my pri- your priorities. Because yeah. I'm such a workaholic. Right. My house is on hold, but the right. podcast studio right. is And you fucking- accidentally turned your entire upstairs of your home into an office, oh, by, but you didn't mean to. Was this an accident <laughs> at all? This is my dream. I now get to just like work all day long. This Ours is- too. Yeah, this is like an alcoholic just like buying Living a bar. bar. <laughs> Um, so we renovated this nook. We should show it to you guys. You're never going to see it. You're never, I know it's off camera, which is so so stupid, but I'm looking for, um, a big, like, like a couch to put in Mm -hmm. that's like simple and clean Yep. and article furniture. You guys know, I want this green couch. Wait, I'm going to screen record it. So you guys, this, don't you think this would be perfect? This green couch. Grace, yes. that how cute. That's per. How that's cute perfect. is it? Article. Can I tell you? This is truly my actual style of furniture. I love it. It's like Scandinavian meets look modern meets warm. I don't like cold. A yeah, lot yeah, of modern yeah, yeah, furniture yeah. is. I like woods. That is such a good point. I like rustic. Remember mm-hmm. my talk show? I had mm-hmm. I had wood in the background, resurrected wood, everything. Mm-hmm. I like things to feel warm. Yeah, like kind of a cozy barn. Right. But I want it to be high quality, and that's what they do. And I think I guess they're. First, look at the price of that. Am I allowed to say it out loud? That anywhere That's so reasonable. That anywhere else would be like seven thousand dollars. Thousand percent. Like it's look at this. Super fair prices. Um, fast, affordable shipping. And these little side tables are so good. So I'm I'm obsessed with article furniture. Uh, you save up to thirty percent over traditional retail prices. They don't scam you like a lot of these furniture stores. Which, by the way, a lot of these furniture stores. When you go to them now, they don't even have it in stock anyway. Nope, they do not. They don't have it. Nope. And They'll go, well, you, now you have to wait eight yep. months to get your couch. Yep. You're like, what article? Yep. We ordered it. We got it like f- two yeah. days later. All my stuff, all my um, uh, outdoor furniture down by the pool is article furniture. I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's chic. It's like, it's just, it's a game changer. It's a game it's changer. It's the me of furniture. I love that. <clears throat> Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash Whitney and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash Whitney to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Honestly, 
I am outraged. About what today? <laughs> Your tone? Mostly. <laughs> Never going to change. <laughs> um, <laughs> Emily came in this morning. And I was like, are you okay? She goes, it's just my face. It's just my face. Enough feedback about it. <laughs> um, I just think it's unfair that when you're at your most vulnerable time in your life, mm-hmm. 17, eight year, 18 years old, you've seen movies right. about people go to college, then yeah. they become, they go to Wall Street, they become billionaires. Right, right. You go to college and your your life is fixed. Yeah. No, no. No, no. No no. No 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 no. no, 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 no. It's a, it can be a it can be a rigmarole. It's a as we say around here. Yeah, you're signing a contract. You have no idea what you're signing when you sign up for student loans. It's insane. It'll take over the rest of your life. Because you, I thought after I graduated from college, I would just get a check for a million dollars and a job at Goldman Sachs. They uh, and a Bentley. They. Mis- I went to college. They misled us. It is time to break out of the student debt cycle. Ernest can help you by refinancing your student loan. Ernest offers low-rate student loan f- refinancing, and you can check your rate risk-free in just two minutes. Because sometimes when you check your rate, oh, then you get docked. Then you get in trouble for checking it. I know, That's and they don't scam. teach you. And you know what? They don't teach you that in college. <laughs> Thank you, University of Richmond. $200,000 education. Okay. It is time to stop feeling overwhelmed by student debt. I mean, you always are overwhelmed, but... That's my face. (laughs) Ernest, come through. Ernest is offering our listeners a $100 cash bonus. Refinance your student debt at ernest.com slash Whitney. Terms and conditions apply. Now, Ernest is giving our listeners a $100 bonus. Refinance your student loans at ernest.com slash Whitney. Terms and conditions apply. Once again, Get you a $100 cash bonus when you visit Ernest.com slash Whitney to refinance your student loans. Not available in all states. Terms and conditions apply. Visit Ernest.com slash Whitney for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Ernest student loan refinancing made by Ernest Operations, LLC, NMLS, Pound sign, one two zero four nine one seven. California financing law, license number six zero five four seven eight eight three zero three. Second Street, Suite four zero one N, San Francisco, California nine four one zero seven. Visit Ernest.com slash licenses for a full list of licenses. Bitch, Penn should pay me. For going to college there after I just read that without making one mistake. University of Pennsylvania, you owe me money now. They taught her to read. What do you watch? Do you and Carter just sit and like watch movies? Or are you guys always just like, let's build a business? We're mostly working, but we started watching Schitt's Creek. Just so funny. So funny. I love that show. But let me ask you a question. You're with someone who, so I'm dating my vet. Uh, and he has to go, we can't talk about dogs anymore. Because I'm like, I have a million questions, you know. The same way when, when people date me and they're like, tell me a joke. And I'm like, no, I'm off work right now. Do you guys have like, we're not working right now. Because you're both work mogul-y type people. Or do you just go, you know what? This is how both of our brains work. Let's just work all the time and find the balance. We, like, I thought I worked hard. Like, this guy works harder than anyone I've ever met in my life. Love it which is so inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously we take time off to be romantic and cute and like enjoy life. But most of the time we're always just thinking of ideas and just working together and just like, it's amazing to have like that like power couple 
vibe. Yeah. I don't know. It's different. It's so new to me because I'm not used to being with someone who's just so brilliant and hardworking. He's just like such an adult. He's just like a grown ass man. He really is. You know what I'm saying? Have you met his family? Yes. I love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, do you, should we know pe- who people's ex, should we know people's exes? Should we know Do we them? need to know? Do we? I don't need to know. No. I don't need to know. What would you say your definition of love is? Feeling at home and safe. Great. Love. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I think being safe is the most important, like home and trusting and being best friends. And I think something your, your documentary also made me realize is sometimes you don't know what that feels like until way later in life. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you don't know what's safe until you've been safe. And if you haven't ever been safe, you have nothing to compare anything to, you know? So it's like, um, you know, watching the documentary was just, that was really powerful to just go like, oh, yeah, like, shit. Like, I thought I was in something calm, g- healthy. But that's just compared to all the super unhealthy things I was in before. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was just such an interesting thing to, to watch. Um, that documentary just, I know the major takeaway was about, you know, the school and, and you passed this law you know, to get this abuse to stop. And it's, it's, it's brilliant. I don't want to make you rehash it all here. But, um, you know, it's like the person you choose just is so um, pivotal to your business and your mental health every day. And like the, your documentary really just helped like crystallize a lot of that stuff for me. For me too. Yeah, just showing like you cannot take over the world if your man is being insecure with you and making it about him or if your woman is like causing texting you before the show causing drama like you just the person you're with is a business decision you know and like I feel like I saw it when I in that documentary and like I just got it I was like got it I'm gonna stop chasing that guy that is not interested in me that is giving me anxiety who's not texting me back before a show and then the whole show I'm thinking about him and then he's like being weird and then wants me to you know be in a selfie with him for his feed I, I you know I was like I'm done no yeah this is this is fucking up my ability to be a good businesswoman and so true it affects all parts of your life it, but I need your documentary for some reason like it was like boom it just like clicked for me like that that, that was um a huge service because I think so many of us waste so much time in relationships and fuck up our businesses and our income and our potential because we're just in a, a like a rat fuck, nasty, toxic thing that we're stuck in. I know. And then it never ends up working out anyway. So it was like, what was the point? And it just ages you. That was at the end of the day. I remember a therapist once I was in this one of those kind of relationships. Those just like bad, like you can't get out, can't live with, can't live without Sid and Nancy type thing. And she goes, you know that um, uh, being stressed out releases cortisol and uh, that actually uh, depletes collagen, right? And I was like... <gasps> are you telling me that bad relationships make me look older? And she was like, could. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, that's, like, I need to hear that. <laughs> Got it. He's out. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about your podcast, which I did the, uh, the other day and fully embarrassed myself. I mean, that couldn't have been worse. It couldn't have gone worse. No, it was so much fun. <laughs> couldn't have gone. I couldn't have been more of an idiot. I just, you know, I had the folk COVID fog. Like, what can I blame? Um, but, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's, I, it's so weird because I feel like we've spent so much time in this business trying to figure out what works. And it's like, oh, just us sitting around talking? Were we overthinking it this whole time? <laughs> you know? So tell me, why did you start a podcast? I actually never even listened to a podcast until quarantine. 
And then I was listening to yours, and I just I love just how like fun and open and real you were. And then um, I got a call that iHeartRadio wanted to do a deal. And it wasn't only just going to be my podcast. I was going to have my own company. So it's like an audio company called London Audio, where I can also use my platform to share with others and create other shows and produce them. And I think it's just fun. Yeah, it's fun just to be able to talk about whatever you like. And I've been interviewed a billion times. So now it's like my turn to do that. And I like it. It's amazing. You get to control the narrative because I think it's like that's so much of the speculate. You can't speculate anymore on someone. You can't project on someone anymore. You can't like lie the way you used to be able to lie because you're able to get your side of the story out right away, clearly in in a cogent way. Yeah. And also just from years and years of doing interviews and just always feeling on guard and scared, Mm -hmm. like what are they going to ask me next? And Mm -hmm. just kind of always being nervous. and now not having to feel that way and just being able to speak what's on my mind and just be myself it's a way very freeing healthier way to communicate <laughs> you know what i mean like what we're it is yeah. like the fact that we used to like go to a place and put on, and script a conversation and go out and talk to a stranger we've never met before who we grew up it's just like talk like all that shit was just it was crazy that we did all that mm-hmm. it was crazy what a like circus rigmarole <laughs> so inauthentic so it just you know what? Benton has a. Yeah, I'm just, oh, okay. I'm just I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, and so in the podcast, so what podcast do you listen to now? What do you like about them? Like what? Like because you're always you always know some shit that's going to happen in ten years. What's happening? Should we should we keep doing this podcast? <laughs> yes, I think that audio is the future, and it's amazing just how many people now have their own podcast. Like I was just listening to. Rashida Jones and Bill Gates podcast. I yeah. think that's just like a very cool pairing. Yeah. And I just did Kate Hudson's one, Sibling Reverly, with my sister and her brother Oliver. And that was just so much fun just to like have the siblings together talking about just everything in life. Because I feel like fans now, they know, they know, they're like, no, we know. The, they know the seven minutes on a talk show or the 20 minutes is bullshit. They know it's, you know what I'm saying? They're like, we just want to hear people talk. Like there's a different expectation for authenticity now. Definitely. You know, and I'm glad that audio is the future now that I'm aging. Perfect time. The future. Perfect time to be off camera and audio. It changes the future and the past. We're like, we hate radio. We love radio. It's literally we're going back to radio, sitting by the radio and listening to the radio or like um, Prairie Home Companion or Howard Stern or whatever. Like we've, yeah. you know, we've always wanted to hang out with somebody um, and just I've have. I've always wanted to hang out with somebody. <laughs> Even with Clubhouse, just the new app, like, yep, I love that it's a social media platform. Yep. But it's not like a vanity platform. It's not about how you look or posting a video or a photo. It's just about your voice and your mm-hmm. knowledge and people learning. And just the community on there is incredible. I just see that people are just so generous with their time and just speaking and helping others. And I just think it's a really beautiful thing. That's uh, that's such an amazing observation. Like, uh, I love Clubhouse and. It is. They're generous with their time. And I'm learning that when I go on there, first I was like, is this just chaos? Is this toxic? You know, because I get overwhelmed because d- when you go into Clubhouse, if you're verified or something, everyone knows you're in there. Yeah. So then they'll call you up. And then I, I would like feel pressure. But I figured out a way to do like a secret profile so I can just sort of like spy. <laughs> and um, I talked to a lot of people on there who are like, you know, it's just audio only. It's like a live chat room, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bunch of people, just strangers, you know, talking about a topic. And a lot of people were saying like, you know, this is really helping me build my confidence. 
because I'm able to talk in public, but not, you know. It reminds me of like old, like 2000s chat rooms where you could like be anyone and yeah. get, be just talk to people yeah. without the pressure of like a picture. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's also kind of scary. Totally, because I felt like the, the that for, it's so interesting that you're like audio is the future because I was like, I feel like everything's visual now. You know, Instagram happened, TikTok, everything's visual. And then it's so interesting how it like vacillates. Mm-hmm. you know back and forth and back and forth like audio visual but yeah it's like ultimately audio now like who would have thought we're back to radio we just want to hear people talk is your mom going to be a guest <laughs> yes when is she joining the housewives yes thrilled. are you thrilled um <laughs> i haven't watched the show in a while but there's so much drama i'm hoping my mom doesn't get into the drama but i think she's gonna she'll be entertaining i think she's gonna even everybody out yeah. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, she's so. She's really dope. She's just like just an icon. That's why I'm like, oh, the show needs that. <laughs> they need you. someone to be like, stop all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but to, I don't know if they have control in the editing and the post. You know, they oh, don't. But she will. <laughs> I know she will <laughs> figure out. Filter. She will re-edit. Like, the go show. get a job like my daughters. <laughs> Whatever this is isn't working. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, did you guys have to talk about that? Was it like a? She didn't want us to know. She basically, when we kept like reading about it on TMZ and just like <laughs> six, I'm like, Mom, that is so are you fun. doing this? And she's like, no. And then finally she like admitted to it. And my sister and I talked about it. Like if there was not a pandemic going on and she wasn't so bored, there's no way she would have agreed to do this. And she she's said, never look. looked better too. So I think she wants to show off just how hot she looks as well. As she should. Right. She said, you had a show. This is my turn. <laughs> but she's probably already friends with some of them. I mean, you know, right? Well, your aunts were on there, right? Yeah. yeah you're, but not, but still? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She started the show? Uh, but, but I know, but Lisa's not, you know, my housewife's knowledge is not excellent. Is there just... anything you did that you missed doing? Like acting, singing? Are you going to do another album or anything? I'm doing music now. I love that I could just do whatever I want. So I feel like a lot of passions and I just do them. Like the thing I do miss is DJing though. I just love. Is that going to come back? And just like 100,000 people. It's like amazing. I think it will come back soon. Mm -hmm. Not like now, but I feel like by the end of the summer, most people have the vaccine and then like herd immunity, Mm -hmm. then it'll be back. And I feel like it's going to be like, uh, like the roaring 20s or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and go out. I think again. it's great that you do so many things because I think so many people are trained to think like I have to pick one thing and do that forever. I think it's really cool that you show people like you can do all of your interests. You can do them all. And it keeps people from being like in such a box. Like I have to be the dancer or I have to be mm-hmm. this stereotype or that one. It's like I'll just try all the things. Mm-hmm. And to go, I'm going to learn in public. That's what we're doing with podcasts. Mm. None of us like stand up, act. You get to practice. You go to schools. You do. You learn private for so long, and then when you're good, you go show it to everyone. Now we're like, for you know what I mean. The first episode of our podcast, like, I, it is Dan Levy from Shit's Creek was our first episode. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Yeah, and it's like you know we'll have to watch it at some point. But when you're like, oh my god, like we're just learning in public. You know, it's just like so funny the idea that we're like starting a business publicly. Santa's kind of learning in public because you got to search it out. That's right, you but it's not on camera. Yeah, 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 you got to go, you go see someone. But it's just so interesting that we're working out the kinks publicly. You know? Yeah. It's just so wild. And then, um, okay, Benton, uh, uh, we've talked about this before. Benton did write a paper in his high school yeah, about Paris. It was a big deal. Okay. Do, how was it received and what was your grade? Do you want to well, tell us about this? it was a psychology class. Okay. And we had to write a persuasive paper <laughs> on something that we think everyone should 
believe in or, or like. Yeah. And everyone picked like political topics and politics or like <laughs> religions. And I was like, I know. <laughs> My religion. And so I, I did a, I did a whole extra thing. I had like a I had like a screen that folded down and it had all your movies. I brought them all in a wagon, a red wagon. <laughs> I had every one of them. <laughs> and then it was like it was like magazine covers and books and everything. It came down from the ceiling. I set a whole thing up. It was like flipped down. I had a laser pointer yes. and I did a whole full costume and then when I ripped it open. What was the costume? It was it was like a farmer for simple life. Oh, and then sorry. when I ripped it open it had a shirt that said I love Paris Hilton. I did a whole album review. Aww. I got an A. Yes. <laughs> Crushing it. That makes me yeah. I, I want to see this. Did you find it yet? My mom is like, she's just scouring our attic for it. She's on her hands and knees looking. I don't know where she put it. She kept it. I know she keeps everything. So it's somewhere in that house. That's so cute. I wish there was like a video of you giving the presentation. Me too. We didn't have any of that back. There was no videoing. <laughs> God damn. I know. I was watching that Woody Allen documentary there. I was like, why do they have so much video of their childhood? I guess they're filmmakers, whatever. But I was just like, I don't have, if I were to, you had a lot in your documentary. You guys filmed everything. Yeah, we had a lot. Was that your dad or your mom? My dad. Smart. Mm -hmm. Well, he probably, he's, he's, you know, he's smart. It seems like he's like shy and he's like, I'll do the, I'll hold, I'll be behind the camera. And he was like the proud dad, just like filming his first daughter. And what does he get you? I as love to film things. My dad got a camera and it's all he could do. It's like, stop it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one wants to watch this Blair Rich Project rendition of me napping. Thank yeah. you so much. That so. was me, just sleeping in pizza. Like I know. <laughs> Um, okay, so if we're going to be friends, I have a couple questions for you. I don't, if we're going to be friends. If we're going to be friends, I don't, like, I feel like, what does someone buy, what is a gift? What is, what do you, what does someone get you as a present? If I can't buy, get someone a present, I can't be friends with them, because I love buying people presents. I like anything with unicorns. Oh, well, that's mine. You can't have it. Okay, well, I like it. Oh, I love Rainbow Bright. Yeah, I know. Isn't the best? She's what toy G. Is the best, right? Mm -hmm. I was the bitch growing up where I was, like, every, um, uh, little, cartoon i had to have a horse i loved all the ones with horses i love you're a horse stuff. girl right you mm -hmm. i love all animals the best. i love horses well that was really my first like can i was like this bitch she's got 50 dogs <laughs> and they're all in her purse i feel like we're gonna be friends <laughs> i feel like we're both hoarders speaking of, speaking of items <laughs> what's your most prized possession Ooh. like what's the thing that you're like this is the thing I'm grabbing. Well, I was that's at your house, and I, it, it, if you've been to her house, that's a really wild question because <laughs> it is her house is, um, it's it's un it's a museum of prized possessions. Yeah, you know, but yeah, what would it be? That's a good question. Uh, my twenty first birthday your skin? dress. <laughs> my skin. Yeah. Twenty first birthday dress. That, like sparkly yeah, iconic like dress. I love. Oh wait, dress. I remember is it framed? Is, <laughs> the silver like. Like a Julian McDonald dress that was like all made out of the Swarovski crystals. It's sick. Yes. You should have your own. You know, like Britney Spears has the zone where they have, or you need one of those. Yeah. A timeline building. That would be it sick. looked, it, I remember. That would be. It did look a little painful. Was it lined on the inside? See, what I. When I did the roast, it was no, it wasn't. When I did the roast of Donald Trump, I wore the sequin dress and I took it off, and I was covered in scratches, like I was bleeding. And I remember seeing this and going, "Is she okay? What if that scratches her?" It looks so good, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you get the credit you deserve for social media? I think now I think you people... Have to I think now people now for sure. Now they get it. They know that I'm the OG. Yeah. Yeah. It's Now it's like, it's very it's very clear. Because I think like, like f when Instagram started, there was like a murking... is wild to think about though? There's so many mm -hmm. people that just couldn't have a career otherwise. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? I would just be, I would just sit around all day and be like, everyone is so lucky. <laughs> um... 
but that you I were the guinea pig. Like... But there's also these people like you. Are, you remind me of these icons. These like that that are that are so um, smart about the way they're about what they share. Like I was reading about Betty Page. You know Betty, not Betty Page. Um, Hedy Lamarr. Hedy Lamarr is a famous movie star in the 30s. She lives in Florida and no one saw her after she was like 60 or something. She yeah. just doesn't let anyone photograph her. Did you watch her film? Yeah. Uh, the documentary? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's why I picked that director because Alexander Dean yeah. directed that film. Amazing. And I didn't even know who Hedy Lamarr was and I was just blown away by her story and just how misunderstood she was. You remind me of her. Thank you. She was this gorgeous movie star that, that did this... Um, sort of like risque scene and got all this like negative attention and then she was an inventor she was a businesswoman she like in you know she was like designing model airplanes but she was so gorgeous nobody really took her seriously and she was kind of like be like i've always thought of you as like a hedy lamar thank you yeah what was it like when you invented the airplane <laughs> <laughs> but i just mean like and and i almost think that like you in a way there's an advantage. Like, I think it, there's been a disadvantage, but now there's, like, I don't know, I just feel like you've adapted so well to this. You're like, okay, think what you want. I'm going to be uh, over here doing my, like, you've managed to make everything um, uh, benefit you and serve you. Like, is that a muscle where you're like, you know what, I'm just, this is going to serve me. This is going to fucking serve me. I think so. Just, like, back in the day when people would, like, underestimate me. I felt sometimes I would learn a lot more about people because they didn't realize that I understood what was happening. Mm -hmm. So it was easier to read people because they thought it was just going over my head, but really I was watching everything. You're creepy, man. <laughs> that's she's a little sneak in the corner. Just like oh, you're underestimating me. I'm just that's what I feel like you're. You're like studying mm -hmm. people, you know. It's like do it's like do not conflate my 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 yeah. kindness with weakness. Do not conflate my silence. You know, so it's like silence people on women. They project what they're gonna project. They're sexist shit, and it's just like so interesting to me what everyone projected on you. And now to know that you were just like plotting and calculating, and it's just like it's so funny to me <laughs> <laughs> that like that whole time you're just like I'm just building an empire. Y'all can project whatever the fuck you want, and I'm just cashing my checks. Like I just that's so dope. Instead of like focusing on the negative, you know, like that's all we. Can can do life's too short Just have fun so gross how short life is i know you know um i love you we only have 10 minutes left with you i will say for life to be so short the impression you made in such a short amount of time yeah is just wild i mean I wild and can i tell you something i actually do because you know i i saw i mean i lived on i li we were neighbors in what, what 2005 or something six we did not know each other you lived in her guest house <laughs> That's so i weird. i i squatted in your guest house for you i have something to tell you um and uh i remember i'd see these car like it was physically dangerous like you were in physical danger all the time i just remember being like i couldn't get to my house because of all the cars like this was a time where it was um physically dangerous to be famous i, I remember going oh this is going to be like a princess diana situation you know that's how the paparazzi were out of control it was wild that street like yeah it was insane just yeah like 50 car it felt like like a red carpet every time i left my house there'd just be like all of them like lined up from the moment I would leave my house, follow me all day and night. It was crazy. But it's like you seem to have this, and I think we all need to figure out like what our um, uh, compass is in terms of adversity when you're going like, 
this sucks, but it's going to benefit me in the long run. It seems like you really know when you're like, okay, this sucks. It's going to benefit me in the long run. You know what I'm saying? And knowing when adversity is going to be positive or negative. Just like, yeah. But the truth is like, there are tons of, we can go and say like, there are many, many, um, children of celebrities or people in the know that could not have done what you did. Mm-mm. And that's the thing. It's like we can we can paint this picture of like, oh, well, she was born in air. It doesn't matter because there was only one of you and everything you did was very specific. It was very like it's, it, it's not something that's replicated. If it was, there'd be a 50, 60 of you. Yeah. But there's not. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. And that's just like yeah. really wild to think about. One person just does want to say hi. I look like a... Um, uh, like a someone who was I look like someone who was molested on the Scientology ship. Excuse me, I don't need that when you call me on the phone. Yes. <laughs> you have a big fan. Hi. We were just How talking about you. On here? Um, are you guys having a little podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just said, what are you watching? And she started talking about your show and I said, stop talking about he doesn't need any more awards or viewers. <laughs> So That's no, true. we're cutting that. We're cutting that part of the segment. Well, thank you for watching the show. I'm obsessed. It's the best fucking thing on TV. Like, oh congrats. You, you killed it. Thank you so much. We're cutting that. No, you're not cutting that. You're <laughs> keeping it fucking in the Cutting car. it. Cutting it, cutting it. We're good. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Um, I loved your documentary. Thank it you. It was really, really necessary. Thank you. Um, and... Uh, I hope you guys were talking about it and talking about some fun, wonderful things. Thank you. I appreciate it. Whitney, get out of the shot. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, what is this outfit? I panicked. It's a weird, it's like a bad Sailor Moon situation. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think I got it from David Rose's closet. You should be so. Mm, No. No, no, no. I would say, I think... Paris is closer to David Rose's closet than you are, okay? You've got a black and white situation that's looking really beautiful on camera. I don't know what that unicorn nonsense is. What did I do? We have to reshoot this whole interview. I've been wearing this the whole time. What is this? I look insane. I look like a sad boy in the 20s. Well, I look like I've just stuck a fork in a socket, so that's how you're catching me. Um... Well, enjoy the rest of your chat. We it was love very you. nice. To we love you. you. Thank you for watching, and um, keep it up, please. Thank you, babe. I can't talk right now. Gotta, I gotta go. Stop calling me. I gotta go. Stop calling me. God, Jesus. I fucking Bye. love him. It's iconic. Yeah. So good, and I think that you know, and something so that sweet to hear him say he liked my movie. I love. So you're also making me realize that it's, it's like my I've look. I made my career making fun of people, making jokes, being like, you're making me realize like, and Dan is one of those too. He, Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek. Kindness can be funny. Yeah. You can have a good heart and be funny. I grew up learning like you have to be mean, you have to be nasty. Comedy has to be negative. That still is funny, but like there is, you know, I'm learning like heartwarming. I think we're going in that What direction. time and place? Like the roast, we're all agreeing. Yes. That we can be mean there. That was like a roasts were, you're showing up. And everyone knows the rules. We're all eviscerating each other and nothing's personal. We always took it personal. I cried for two hours after every roast, you know. But um, but you agreed to it. Yes, I so did. So we've all agreed. Yes, yes. So, but like at a comedy and, club, if you're buying a ticket and you come to enjoy someone, yeah. being mean to you is very strange. Totally. It's a, we- it's a weird thing now. I'm finding myself like in this new world of like, oh, yeah, that's kind of like... 
I just hurt someone. You know, like it's 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 finding that line as a comedian moving forward. Humane comedy, like humane, funny, but not um careful. Yeah, funny, funny but, not, but not careful. That's exactly the way to put it. Because careful comedy is just not funny, but um, uh, it's just an in- it's interesting to see the evolution. And it's like you've been at a weird crux of 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 illuminating this. Yeah, in a big way. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that, it's kind of wild. Like, it's just kind of wild that you've been, like, a part of this, like, history of comedy in a weird way and, like, what this pivot is about to look like. It's kind of insane. And it sort of, like, held a mirror up to all of our internalized, you know, misogynies or, you know, whatever our shit. It's like you've helped us evolve as a species, <laughs> you know, and, like, look at ourselves. That's good. I think I'm happy for the people who, you know, I had to go through a lot and be like treated cruelly and like it was really hard, but I'm happy that things are changing now so that other young girls don't have to go through that same thing because it hurts when, you know, people are being mean and making jokes on your expense. And it's always that everyone's got it on a different scale, whether it's that one bully at school in front of two people or if you're the most famous person in the world and you're at a, you know, it's like, it's like, it's. You have to be in on the joke. Yeah, interesting. So I mean, I, it's just like, I mean, anything. I mean, like, like like the simple life. Do you think that would happen today? I think people would try to copy it, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be what it was. It's just like a one of a kind thing. It was like a moment in yeah. time. Yeah. It was such a moment in time. Do you did you ever do a scripted show? I remember when we were doing um I was doing some shows and there was like it was everyone would say like let's get Paris let's get like everyone just wanted to get you on their show for like sweet I was just like cameos and that's things. right you would like pop in on things yeah yeah do you have good girlfriends yeah <laughs> not very very good but some people I trust mm-hmm. it's just hard mm-hmm. I've just had so many girls just use me and talk behind my back or just do things that are just not what a friend would do so and when you have when you're so tight with a sister it's really hard you know what i mean you'll just go to her yeah right and nikki's very protective of me and she's like a good read of people yeah yeah it's tricky because i um uh like are you sharing friends with carter do you have friends like do you guys have similar friends right we just hang out with each other we're just best friends and we're always together and we hang out with his family a lot Mm -hmm. and my family Mm mm-hmm but I don't know. Mm. Especially since quarantine, there's not. Yeah. We just stay at home. It's yeah. like so Are you different. able to have platonic guy friends? Well, yeah, because I'm engaged. <laughs> yeah, I just say, no, I just mean like in general. Like once you get engaged, like I'm always interested in like, you know, once we, how, you know, which guys have to go, you know? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of people I just wouldn't hang out with. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's disrespectful. Yeah, see, that's what I need to get into, where it's just like there's certain optic, optics and respect things. Yeah. Podcast. New uh, fucking music coming? Yes. When? I just released a music video on Valentine's Day called Heartbeat. Yes. Which Carter is in, which <laughs> he's the type that would never be in anything like that. But I was like, please. Literally watching this. So I'm cute. sorry. Carter is so hot. He's such a like businessman. I would have such a hard time. So her her um, my dude is like a, a vet, too, with like a real job. And he'll come home and he'll be doing something. I'm like, are you doing your big business? <laughs> like, it's just like he's so, like your dude is such a businessman. I know. I love it. It's, it's so, so hot. it's so hot. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, what else? 
what were we talking about? Uh, what else is going to um, uh, 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 coming out? You, what, you don't need us to promote you. I don't know. What oh, what am I doing? You oh, guys yeah. can follow her on parishilton.com. Uh. Yeah, I just launched my new website, parishilton.com. <laughs> and my new podcast, This is Paris, iHeart. Are you having fun? I love it. So good. And um, my 29th fragrance just came out. 29th fragrance, what's it called? Pink Rush. Good. Mm -hmm. It smells beautiful. And a new makeup line is coming out, and then I have 19 product lines, so all those new lines are always coming out. And yeah, writing my book right now. Yes! Mm -hmm. Wait, you know, Benton just told me sometimes uh, makeup on Amazon is fake. Makeup on Amazon? Makeup, like if you order makeup online, yeah. it might be really? fake. Well, yeah, like, you know, like... Like counterfeit? Are, yeah. yeah. Like counterfeit. Like, they'll be like, because, you know, some things are just exclusive to other places. Okay. So some people may have bought it and replaced it, or some people may be, like, selling their, like, version of it. Wow. Mm -hmm. We used to have people come in all the time, and, and when I worked at Mac, and they would return, be like, I, I need to return this, and we'd be like, this isn't real. And they'd, and they'd be like, I got it on Amazon. Counterfeit, like, like, Mac? Yeah. Right, but this is just a sticker from a different product <laughs> at the bottom of this... And then they were just, they're really like that's hard crazy. To catch. I did it with Dipti candles. Remember, I ordered all oh. those Dipti candles, yeah, and they she weren't Dipti candles that were just somebody used them and just mailed her the case. Yeah, <laughs> like there's a lot, you know. So it's just the makeup world is so fast. We had a lady come back and uh, return a jar of moisturizer, but she refilled it full of mayonnaise. <laughs> of La Mer. She took <laughs> no, it, she scooped. It was Mac moisturizer. And oh, she, and I she thought returned it, was it, and my manager went, "This is mayonnaise." <laughs> oh my god. Oh, then what do you do to your skin, and then we're gonna let you go. I have my skincare line called Paris Hilton Pro DNA. Oof. Why don't I have that? Why don't I'm gonna give it to you? Get it in my body. Okay. And I stay out of the sun, and I get facials, and wow. that's how I stay on. And you make you um, reduce stress in your life, and you have someone that. Yeah, for sure. Like, that like makes a huge difference. It's so interesting when you see someone that's in love with someone that doesn't make their life hard. And they look better than they've ever looked. Like you look so rested and healthy. Like you look like you're in a relationship with a guy that doesn't fucking do dumb shit. And I know, check look at the royal family. Jeez, <laughs> what? <laughs> Throwing grenades. <laughs> but like, um, uh, you know what I mean? Like you're in something healthy, and it's obvious. Thank you. Glowing. Yes. Uh, I love you. I'm You're glowing too. I'm not. I'm just hot and sweaty because I wore this weird sweatshirt for you, and now I'm so hot. You're cute. I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, I love you so much. Love We're gonna you. make you come back a billion times, um, or uh, we'll be um, Paris Hilton's po on your podcast. Do you own this podcast? Are you our boss? <laughs> I'm just curious. Is this your podcast? <laughs> is are you here to tell? Is that why you came today? Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, and also, you did not need to come today. There's, you don't need this. You're totally, you walk the walk and you fucking show up for people and you like, you know, I don't think we're, you know, you're not, this isn't gonna get break, like, you know, pay you money. Like you're doing this out of the kindness of your heart and I appreciate that. And that's awesome. Would you like a jelly bean on your way out? <laughs> okay, one last jelly bean. We'll end on a jelly bean. Kill myself. Okay, one, <laughs> um, one last jelly bean. No, don't look, you can't look, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. You under your breath. Uh, one, one last jelly bean. Uh -huh. Do a white one. Like this? Yeah. Pure uh -huh. white with no speckles? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know why I have such a bad reaction to these. Oh my Mine god. Mine was actually good. Uh. Marshmallow. Uh. 
Yeah. No, spoiled. I got coconut. Yours, what was your spoiled milk? Spoiled milk. Uh, <laughs> such a bummer. Uh, such a bummer. Oh my god. Wow, you're so lucky. <laughs> well, at least I got my taste yeah. back post COVID. Because <laughs> I don't have my taste back. I love you guys. Um, don't ride elephants. Um, I love you. I love you. I love you. I end these very awkwardly. Loves it. Loves it. My <laughs> <laughs> guys. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.